following program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of al-Qaeda, and a terrorist who's responsible for the murder of thousands of innocent men, women, and children. It was nearly 10 years ago that a bright September day was darkened by the worst attack on the American people in our history. The images of 9-11 are seared into our national memory. Hijacked planes cutting through a cloudless September sky. The Twin Towers collapsing to the ground. Black smoke billowing up from the Pentagon. The wreckage of Flight 93 in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where the actions of heroic citizens saved even more heartbreak and destruction. We quickly learned that the 9-11 attacks were carried out by Al-Qaeda, an organization headed by Osama bin Laden, which had openly declared war on the United States and was committed to killing innocents in our country and around the globe. And so we went to war against Al-Qaeda to protect our citizens, our friends, and our allies. We've disrupted terrorist attacks and strengthened our homeland defense. In Afghanistan, we removed the Taliban government, which had given bin Laden and al-Qaeda safe haven and support. And around the globe, we worked with our friends and allies to capture or kill scores of al-Qaeda terrorists, including several who were a part of the 9-11 plot. Yet, Osama bin Laden avoided capture and escaped across the Afghan border into Pakistan. And so shortly after taking office, I directed Leon Panetta, the director of the CIA, to make the killing or capture of bin Laden the top priority of our war against al-Qaeda. Last week, I determined that we had enough intelligence to take action. Today, at my direction, the United States launched a targeted operation against that compound in Abbottabad, Pakistan. A small team of Americans carried out the operation with extraordinary courage and capability. No Americans were harmed. After a firefight, they killed Osama bin Laden and took custody of his body. Oh, good. There you are. Let's get started. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say, Episode wow. 142. 42. Wow. Crazy. Welcome to the Are You Serious podcast, folks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got a lot going on. I mean, we got the, um, the Bin Laden stuff. and We could have done two different shows. There's yeah, the, I know. The pre-Sunday show <laughs> and then the post-Sunday show because I had all this shit planned out because there's nothing really going on. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, we're going to wow. yell about. 
birthers and schoolers. I, I had and... kind of a crazy week, though. Yeah? I did. What do you got? Um, Let's do this normal. All right, we'll do this normal. Yeah. Monday, I uh, I went and, and, and I had that procedure. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I laughed a, a great deal in my head over the whole thing because it's just very, very, very funny. Okay. Okay? Because they tell you, right? Because I went like, you know, a few weeks ago for the consult kind of thing. They're like, are you sure you want to? Are you sure? (laughs) Yes. Believe me. Trust me, motherfucker. They're not taking them off. Ready to go. Seriously. You 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 get to go home with them intact. So, um... Just not attached. Right. So he gives me the instructions. My only instructions were that... Oh, we should tell people what you had done. I had a vasectomy, folks. If you haven't picked up on that yet... The procedure. Maybe they're new. Okay. This for... is, might be their first show. That awesome All intro right. might have hooked them. I've got 37 children. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, fucking Walton's no. over there. So that when I say the procedure, folks, I'm talking about um, my vasectomy. Mm. So, um, yeah. So... It uh, the only direction that you're giving in terms you're given in terms of preparation mm. is um, he indicates an area that um, one has to shave. No, all right. Which uh, was an interesting thing because it's just like I don't think that I have uh, spent that much time examining myself since I was 12 years old. All right, you know so. And, you know, 22. And, <laughs> and last week. Yeah, exactly. Last week. <laughs> All right. But that is, um, it, it, it takes a very particular mindset to take a razor blade. Yeah. To your balls, yeah, okay? Much, yeah. And all I'm thinking was from that movie Waiting, like the whole bat, bat wing, wing thing. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, I see I keep laughing. And so, anyway, um, I'll tell you, though, shave it up and your dick will look bigger. It will, it's yeah. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, so. A little, a little um, trick for uh, people with small ones. Exactly. That's, you, you know, I should have thought of that years ago. <laughs> so, um. So how big is the incision? We talking like quarter of an inch, half an inch? I don't, I don't really even haven't just I haven't I just took the band aid off like oh okay very recently gotcha. so um, which is another type of thing. Think about taking a band aid off mm-hmm. your balls. Yeah, with stitches on it, I imagine. Um, or one just, or no, glue. Sort of. There's a sixteen staples. This is what. <laughs> this is what. This is one of the funniest lines. Well, I'll just go through the. I'll just go through the whole the whole process here, right? All right. So, um, I'm there, and I'm just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do this, and it, it takes because you're sort of like, okay, here we go. All right, here I go. Okay, and. I was uh, a friend of mine had had this done, and mm. it's just like oh, you know, in the shower, just do it in the shower. The problem right. in the shower okay. for me, yeah. all right. Now I wear glasses. Without uh, glasses, my vision is very bad. Right? How's your balance, though? Exactly. That's another thing. <laughs> Plus, it's like so. This is not something I wanted to do in the shower yeah. because I can't see, quite frankly, that far away. Right. All right. Because my eyes are really, really bad. So yeah. just so the shower idea was out. Right. All right. And so you try and do as much as you can with a pair of scissors, sort of cutting everything down, which again is a very sort of like, okay. I would have said just, that. We need to buy just do this. clippers. Okay. We have two boys. No, we no, 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 no. Fuck that. You are totally. No, no. Just to like get 
most of it off. There is just no way you would want to do it that way no. because it's because with a pair of scissors you can go slow and be precise and stuff like that. Yeah, but there's a way more chance of snipping something. No, accidentally. No, there, there, there isn't. All right. there is just All right. I've been down the rabbit hole. All right. So, um, going places I don't want to. Know. So exactly, huh? Men's room in an airport. Oh my god. <laughs> so. Um, so, I had a, so I had a wide stance. I told them I just I so that right. So um, the next day I get to the doctor's office and he's late. He's yeah. so I'm already kind of nervous. Right. So you you're know? already balls to the wall. Exactly. So you see how many of those I can throw in. I know, huh? <laughs> so um, he's late, and I find out he's late because he's at like the bakery getting birthday cakes for like the nurses and secretaries in his office. I'm like. Um, don't care. Yeah. So he comes in. How you doing? Great. Okay. Hold on a second. I got to get music on. Okay. So he's playing this like really inspirational, like Gershwin music, like, like big band kind of stuff. So wow. It's like, okay. <laughs> Which was really, really, really strange. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So, huh. um, so he gets this like sort of this cloth, well, kind of a like a it's got a it's a, it's a cloth that goes over the area with a hole in it where he just sort of like takes your balls out and through that. Okay. okay. So so he's just working on just that. It's a little bit like dick in a box. Kind of. So balls in a shroud. Yeah. <laughs> Did your balls uh declare jihad on him afterwards? <laughs> no, I get it. the worst part about it was when he gives you the local anesthetic. Well, exactly. Because what are you, he going to give you the out of town because there, there's a needle, and yeah. I don't care who you are, that fucking hurt. Yeah, because it's it's getting it's getting like hit in the balls, or you having your balls kind of squeezed, yeah. and a needle put in. Okay, yeah. and then it's just like, oh wait a minute, we got to do the other side. Oh fuck, that was the worst part of it. All right, mm-hmm. after that, it was. Not they as didn't bad. give you like a Valium or anything beforehand. No, oh. no. Um, so after that, you know, and he's just sort of doing his thing, and then probably one of the, the not, f- not the best phrasing. Well, no, but what are you gonna do, right? After this, just kind of like, ah, right, you know, it, this is what it is. Yeah. You know, he's he's at work. You know, yeah. and I'm listening to fucking big band music here while this guy is like, do, 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 snip, cut, snip, yeah. cut. So probably one of the funniest lines that came out of his mouth throughout the whole thing was, um, okay, now you're going to see some smoke. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, like, why? <laughs> Because there's he uses this battery operated like cauterizing yep, kind of yep. tool to sort of seal the deal. Yeah. Okay. So and he's gonna um, do it a four times. Yeah. Right? yeah. And there was some smoke. I'm like, really, dude? What the? F-? Like, it wasn't just little wisp. It wasn't. Go, I mean, did he like go Mustafa like, on your balls? It, it didn't like you know set off the alarms or anything like that. But it is quite a thing to you know feel a little bit of going around down there and then see the smoke coming up. I'm yeah. like. It's just, you know, and then another little wisp, but I'm like, what, is he sending signals? Like, what's going on? You know, operation of success. So so then he's giving me all these directions, you know. He's just like, no sex for a week, blah, blah, blah. And just 
you know and then you're not even certain that it takes so oh, you yeah. got to do samples like two months from now uh, all that kind of stuff uh, so and go to find uh, out uh, go to find out um from the wife i can't just fuck anybody now <laughs> so like, wait a minute hell? why did i do this exactly it's the prevent so other people's kids so then I'm, uh, you know, so then all day Monday and half a Tuesday, I was on the couch with a bag of frozen peas on my junk. Yep. Yep. So, More balls. Yeah. Sleeping, <laughs> sleeping Monday night kind of sucked. I can imagine. So, and, um, but like we dropped off Cole at school before, you know, Julie brought me to the doctor mm. and, uh, I was just like, I'm like, Hey buddy, you know, have a great day. He goes, I'm going to have a better day than you are. <laughs> He walks out of Fuck you. <laughs> so yeah. so he comes up and you know when he gets home from school he comes over to me on the couch. He's just like, How are your privates feeling, Dad? <laughs> I'm like, I'm a little sore, pal. And he goes, Ooh. <laughs> he goes, Did they stick a needle in there? I go, Yeah. He goes, Okay, I'm gonna go do homework. Because <laughs> you know that's all they were talking about all oh, of course, day. Of course. So yeah, so that's uh, so that's the thing. Huh. I, you know, yeah. So um, oh oh oh, we get in the car, right? Yeah. And I guess while I was like, while I was like putting on my shoes and stuff right. afterwards, like the band aid kind of pulled away a little. Okay. So as I'm like getting my pants back on, I look inside and like my pant leg, I'm seeing like drops of blood. So oh, you're like, a woman now. So apparently, yes. <laughs> right? So I look in and the bandit had kind of pulled away and there's some blood and stuff. And I'm just like, oh. Couldn't he have cauterized the wound so, closed too? Exactly. Well, you thought that he he had. Yeah. So, um, so I just, you know, I just grabbed like a, like, like, like a thousand tissues and just sort of like <laughs> threw them down there because I didn't want him to come back in. I, you know, I was just like, don't fucking need that. Yeah. You know? So you stuffed your underwear. Exactly. I stuffed my underwear and. You um, are like a, like a pubescent girl exactly. at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've been moody. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I get home and there was, there was a bit of blood. Julie's like, don't you think you should have talked to the doctor? I'm just like, nah. <laughs> what? that's a little blood. I said, I'll be on the couch sleeping. Give me a half a beer. I've yeah. lost a lot of blood. I'm good. <laughs> oh, excuse me. So yeah, uh, that was, uh, a low light of my week. I can imagine that. Yeah. So, huh? Anywho. That was, um, yeah, that was Monday. So how is like getting into a car and doing that kind of stuff um, now that all the painkillers have worn off? You know what? I didn't actually, I didn't have any painkillers. No, I mean from when you were there. There were no pain. Well, oh, oh when stuff yeah, like, like wore off. Yeah. Um, cause I asked him, I'm just like, okay, what's this going to be like when the, when the, like the local wears off? Right. He's like, don't give it a chance to just when you get home, start with the ice. So okay. I didn't really have extreme pain. Yeah. You know, but it was it's kind like of a, like a dull ache. Yeah, it was a constant kind of like, like you got kicked in the crotch five minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So that kind yeah. of like just kind of like you know when you get hit in the balls and you feel it like in your throat. I saw that happen to somebody once, but it never happened. Okay, to me. it's it was like oh, that poor it was guy. kind of like just slightly that for like. 20 hours yeah that's like that was like leading up to my kidney stones i so, felt i felt yeah. like that it's not a fun feeling because it's not all, all you can think about yeah 
Exactly. Hey, was the office warm? Because I figured that would give him more pliability. No, actually, it was a little, it was cool. Huh. That's interesting. So, yeah. But, anyway. Yeah, so that was um, a hoot. I did watch a, a couple of movies, though. Yeah, what'd you think? I watched, um, oh, God, now I have to remember what I watched. <laughs> I watched Footloose again. Okay. Which, you know, is a pretty kind of depressing movie in a lot of places. It's oh, really, yeah. It's really kind of maudlin. It's like, <laughs> really? This is so fucking depressing. Yeah. It's what a else very, did I watch? Well, it, by nature, it's an oppressive yeah. movie. I watched Tangled. That was, yeah. And... Which I thought was okay. Yeah. It didn't grab me at Really, it was like some of it was okay. Some of it I thought was kind of clever, but for the right. most part, I was like, okay. Yeah, well, try watching six princess movies in like three days. Then you'll yeah. really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> um, I thought it had some, I thought I, I really liked that the horse was, you know, kind of, you know, like a, almost like a bounty hunter just sort of tracking yeah. them down. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny because everything you see in the trailer, yeah. it just seems like they're like, I, I thought that it was his horse. Yeah, they were And they buddies. were just sort of like yeah. buddies and giving each other shit all the time. But yep. he was just like ambivalent toward Flynn oh, yeah. most, of, most of the time. So I, I thought that I, was pretty funny. I like the fact that the princess made it happen on her own. Yeah. You know, she had no reason, no, no idea why she needed to go where she did. She had one reason. But then, I don't know, I liked some of the connections they drew with the sun and the purple and the yellow and yeah. the royal colors and stuff like that. It was, well, was kind of nice. One of the things that kind of got me was because she said, oh, I see these lights on my birthday all the time, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, if I was the old woman who kidnapped her, like, yeah. why would you tell her her real birthday? Well. I mean, I mean, really. Yeah. Especially know. when this really big fucking thing happens every goddamn year. Yeah. Why would you tell this girl that this is her birthday? Well, because if you didn't, then then it wouldn't you have less no of movie. a story. Yeah. You know. But still, it's just that was like little I, shit I, like that bothers me. I I see that as kind of like something that like you don't think it's really going to matter, but then it does. Yeah. <laughs> you know, later on, it's like, oh fuck, why did I do that? Yeah, exactly. So you know, it shows the bad guys a little incompetent. I yeah. Think. So, so, um, but uh, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say, I mean, like, what was the other last somewhat big Disney animation princess and the frog for princess movies? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else? What other animation? Bolt. Bolt. Bolt Bolt. was before that though. Yeah. Bolt was before princess and the frog. Yeah. But that was CG. I mean, if you want to that Yeah, exactly. No, but like 2D animation was princess and the frog like two years ago. And then there's been really no nothing idea. since then. Lilo and so, Stitch? I don't know. Oh, Lilo and Stitch was like 10 years ago. No, it wasn't that long. Lilo and Stitch was like 2002. Well, it's not 10 years yet. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, what, oh, oh, what was I just going to say? I was going to say something. What else did you I You know, watch? they're remaking Footloose from what I read. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, no, no, no. You know what I was going to mention? I was going to mention Disney's trying to reboot Winnie the Pooh. Really? Yeah, they got a new Winnie the Pooh movie coming out. It's just like, look. You need to do a Winnie the Pooh, because Winnie the Pooh is a fucking stoner. Yeah. Okay? Well, the whole thing is like a psych student's yeah, exactly. wet dream. Oh, yeah. So, But it just doesn't work. Like, I can't think of a kid, and I know a lot of kids who are interested in seeing that movie. Like, my seven-year-old. No, I don't. Oh, you don't? No, no okay. nobody. 
Like no, even my seven year old is like, oh man, this looks yeah. lame. I think Pooh's kind of like for for four year olds. But even when there was another Pooh movie and a Piglet movie a bunch yeah. of years ago, like my kids were not interested. In Those it things at are all. only like sixty eight minutes long. I'd be yeah. pissed if I if oh, I got no a, an hour pay long a full, movie. Oh yeah. man, no, not into that. So, um, did I say I watched Super that Rain Wilson movie? How was that? I want to see it. Don't I, give me too much about it. Good or no? Well, I had watched the Woody Harrelson um, superhero movie Defendor like a year ago. Did I see that? I, I remember. I remember it. I don't think I saw it. And because it came out about the same time as Kick Ash, right? It was a similar yeah, idea. But it was like direct to DVD, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Maybe I did see Defendor. I don't know. Who else was in that? Um, Shit, was it Ellen Page? <laughs> no. Let me look. Because it very well could have been. I don't I don't honestly remember. Could have been. Um it was uh, it's worth a watch. It's not I wasn't like super stoked about it because um Defendor he it it's it's different kind of setup. I don't know. Yeah. I can't help but compare the two. I I I would rather compare those two than than kick ass to uh super oh really but yeah because it's the same misguided type of character yeah type of thing so i don't know i want to see it i, I, I want to watch it again but uh i don't know <laughs> that's the, that's the sad thing I don't, oh it was cat dennings that's who it was yeah not Ellen that's same thing. so um yeah, it's worth a watch, I think, if it's like on a uh, watch it now on Netflix or something. Yeah. But I don't know if I would pay the money again to see it on demand or anything. It was dark. And actually, there now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more, there were a lot of parts that I liked. Um, But it was it was a little too, well, I can't even say that it was too mean-spirited because, yeah. I mean, his wife is taken away by a drug dealer and basically used as a yeah. sex slave so it is very dark but no I, yeah it was it was yeah it's not enjoyable by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> and it did actually surprise me in a couple places so yeah okay it, it had been like two weeks since i watched it so i had to just work yeah. through all that <laughs> i guess so yeah it's worth a watch um i also watched adaptation okay i'm a big fan of that movie i love that movie yep so um, it holds up. Haven't seen it in a few years, but that was Nicolas Cage, right? Yeah, with crazy hair. Yeah, again. Nick Cage and Chris Cooper and oh, Meryl yeah. Streep. That's and... the movie everybody like realized who Chris Cooper was. Yeah, yep, yeah. That was uh, that was really fun to watch. <laughs> so um, one thing I really wanted to talk about yeah. uh, was The Office. Oh uh, yeah, Steve, yeah. Steve Carell's last show. Yep. Um, I thought it was really well done. That was that was a smart way to do it. Yeah, I thought it was really really well done. It's been it's it's everybody that probably is going to watch it probably has watched it already. Yeah, I, I would guess. think so. So it was an hour episode, right? Um, yeah, yeah, because it was this because there was no um, something wasn't on. And a Paul Reiser show got canceled after two. Yeah, episodes, I know. By huh? the way. That was a terrible I, show. I typically like him too. So yeah, that's... well, nobody else does. Yeah, I guess not. Not in that show, at least. Yeah, maybe it was too meta because he was playing himself. Oh, 
Anyway, yeah, I don't know how long the the Office episode was. I watched it on Hulu, and I think it was like f- maybe forty minutes. Yeah, long so it was an hour. So it was a little bit longer. Yeah. Um. So Michael Scott is going to leave tomorrow. That's the yeah. whole premise. And instead um, of the day after tomorrow. No, no, he's going to leave tomorrow. Oh, that's right. And right? he's really leaving that night. That night, yeah. Then you come to find that out about halfway through. Yeah. But it's kind of, you know, if you watch it, uh, like I watched it twice. If you watch it again, you can start to pick up clues yeah. really early on that he's, like when he starts handing stuff out. Yeah. It's like, oh. One of the best things I thought and the thing that made me laugh the hardest was after he gave Oscar something and then they cut away and he is <laughs> he laughing that, his ass off. That, that um, this, like burlap sock sack puppet. scarecrow Oh my thing. God. Absolute, just his reaction afterwards. Just like he thought I spent a lot of time on this. Uh, laughing his head off. I a thought that was four-year-old retarded s- monkey could have made this so cruel and but just so funny the whole time. But it's self-depreciating at the same time because in the middle of his laugh and he says he has such a low opinion of me. I know. <laughs> really? <laughs> no that's, kidding. That's what you're gonna go with, huh? But uh, he did some all right stuff. He he tried to help some people. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like most Kevin. Definitely. Yeah. Kevin was fine. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. And they did sort of follow along with their kind of like important one-on-one conversations yes. were done at a distance. Yeah. Like the way Jim's proposal. Yes. And when they found out that they were having a baby right. and and then with well, Michael and Pam at the airport. That was nice. That was nice. I, I saw a lot of people complaining about, oh, how did really? she get past security? Well, she bought a fucking ticket to say goodbye to him. Doesn't she, She'll probably just say, I need something on that side because I have to find somebody. Yeah. What's the lowest price you have? Oh, $80? Here and you that, go. And, and stuff like that, though, you just got to fucking let it go, folks. She had really? her shoes in her hand. She went through security. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't tackled. The nice thing is the last thing he said to camera, to, to the cameras. He uh, he he, pull, he he was taking his microphone yeah. up. He says, you'll tell me if this ever airs here. You want this back? Yeah. Um, and then he said, oh, I, I want to get, now I can finally get this off my yeah. chest. And then he handed the microphone over and without sound, he said, that's what she said. Yeah. That was really, really sweet. That was good. Yeah. That was, yeah, really that was nice. funny. And now the whole D'Angelo thing like they wasted no time making him into a fucking maniac. Oh yeah, the whole food issues. Yelling thing. at the cake. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Like, and Dwight and Jim. Are Dwight just like, just like oh, oh no. no. <laughs> what have we gotten ourselves into? Uh, did you see the other the 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 second ad about the the guest stars that are coming on? No. For the final episode of the season. No. Who? It's um. Fuck. Ricky Gervais. Okay. He's going to be on. Um, shit. I don't even remember. I could see. Jim Carrey's one of them. I really hope they don't. Jim Carrey won't do no. the show. No. I could see Ricky Gervais doing it, though. Yeah. He would yeah. be fine if he comes ba- If he comes in as his character from Britain. David Brent. Yeah. Yeah. If he came in that way, yeah. I could see that working. For, for a season. Yeah, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be like this that season of Scrubs after everybody left." The yeah, next, oh, when it moved to season. ABC. <laughs> yeah, 
So I I don't know. I mean, I'll watch it. I, I've watched worse shows. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get to Glee at some point. You know, and, I, um, I didn't even watch the latest Gaga episode of Glee. I have two Glee episodes <laughs> sitting in my Hulu thing, and I was just the newest like, one wasn't mm. so bad. It's um, it's the kind of show where it's like I wish it did more, but I'll watch it. Yeah, like, but every time Mercedes sings, I'm just gonna fast forward through it because I, she brings oh, I've been going nothing. Through, she brings nothing new to the song. No, she doesn't, and so. she doesn't bring anything new to who she is or how she does anything. I hate. I, there's a bunch of characters I actually hate now. Yeah, I'm just not interested so. in anyway, a lot of I, the bullshit. I don't want to give it the time so, this week. Um, <laughs> it's really disappointing. So they should they should have made that show a 30 minute sitcom. Yeah, the, there was a nine, the so. 90 minute one. Is the one that I had to force myself to get through. When was there a ninety-minute one? That was the um, what was that one? Not this week's, but the week before. The Gaga again, born this way thing. No, wasn't that this week? I don't know. I, don't, I, I watched them at literally a day apart. Yeah, so I I don't remember. It's all the same thing. Blended into into each other. So, um, you know what I've been watching that I actually like, and I I hate myself for this. What the voice? Oh, really? Yeah. Here's why. They had to try out off screen and they got invitations back. They picked the best singers okay. to come back and audition for um, Christina Aguilera, CeeLo Green, and Blake Lively, I think is one of them. And I don't know who the other guy is. I can't remember his name. Um, but he's actually, I like him. He's actually pretty funny. And, um, you know, they don't see the person as they're singing. So image has nothing to do with it. It's all, it's all voice. Right. And it's really fascinating to watch because you got country, pop, yeah. you know, all different kinds of, of styles. And it's really interesting to watch them listen. Like they're really, really listening. And then they explain why they did or didn't pick them. Sometimes they explain why they yeah. didn't, but a lot of times they explain why they did. And it's it's good. One girl came out and sang Come As You Are super slow yeah it was it was like that sounds for me oh good job and they praised her like you took a song and you made it your own yeah. and i don't know it's it's just now they're still just picking the teams from the last episode i only got like halfway through the last no, two they're, hour they're episode. Teams. yeah they get a group of eight and then they have to whittle it down to the best person and then they try to you know do what they can to make them the best. So at what point do they actually see this person? After they hit their button and and because around the base of the chair it says I want you. So they've like chosen the person. So if more than one person turns around, they have to compete and like pitch to them why they should go with them. Okay. But they can't see him until they commit to accepting the person. Okay. Based on their voice. So but everybody can sing. That's, so there's that's really only that, like. there's that sort of blind taste test really only once? Yeah. Through a person's travels through the show? So far. I mean, we're, it's only, they're still picking teams. So, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Nope, I was male. Is that you or me? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was the computer. You know what? No. Maybe it was you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Shit. Oh, it must have been the laptop here then. All right. Or it could have been so, your phone. So honestly, phone I don't know what's going to happen after they pick their teams. That's, I mean, I, I missed a little bit of the uh, 
of the intro to the show. Yeah. But I'll give it a shot. I like CeeLo. He's very funny. Yeah. And Christina Aguilera. See, I can see Christina Aguilera being there because she's had a career. Yeah. You know, CeeLo has had a song. No, he's had a bunch of songs. What's he done and what's like, but he's sort of flavor of the month. No, he's been around for a while. What else? What else? He's had the he had the whole Niles Barkley thing. I don't know what. what All right, see, tell me you, a song. You, uh, crazy. Okay, so there's two songs. Yeah. So there's more. I just I, you know, haven't followed his career. But the thing is, that's that is that could be a reason why because he is the biggest thing right now. But for him to go on there and to help people at the height of his career. At this point, well, that's that's an admirable thing, I think, because he's not like just you know sitting back and being like, oh, look at how much money I have. No, but he's making, he's getting a paycheck. So yeah, but he can also you know you won't hear anything from CeeLo Green in the next. In, in, in you three also years. said Lady Gaga wasn't going anywhere. I don't think she's going to be around in three years. <laughs> I don't. But she's been big for two years. That's more than a lot of bands. I totally agree, but you know what? I don't know. I don't see longevity there. Uh, CeeLo Green keeps like reinventing himself, joining you know with different people and doing stuff. But you know what? If he can create a, a label and he can find people, yeah, no, and put on, them out. Right. I mean, that's I think ultimately what he wants to do. Yeah, he wants to be a producer and so, all that kind of stuff. Whatever. You know, he's helping himself and he's helping other people. Yeah. So that's whatever. I I also like that uh, the acapella show that that they do. That's not on right now. We'll talk no about that when it comes back on. Yeah. So, uh, Community, let's talk about some of the other shows. Oh, yeah. Um, Community, the final where What's-Her-Face had oh, the baby. Oh, it was surely given, the, given birth, yeah. I thought that was okay. Yeah, it was It was par for the show, I think. Yeah. Um, Parks and Recreation, I thought was great. That's the one I know where that Ben was Ben was teaching up. Andy and oh, April how to be grown-ups. That was good. That was really really funny. And sadly kind of true to life for some people. Oh, I thought that was so damn funny. Yeah. Um yeah, well we bought more forks because you eat slow and it's super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good episode. Yeah, there was I a liked lot it. going on there. And I got to tell you, I think my favorite character on that show might be Ron Swanson. Yeah. For a while, I know you liked like, April. His little speech at the art show thing oh. was just hilarious. Haven't gone to art school and shit, too. That's the kind of stuff I want to hear. Oh, it's like, there, was... are, there are pictures. Yeah. Do not talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> my being up here does not suggest that I care. <laughs> um, I thought that 30 Rock was great. I always think that 30 that Rock was is pretty great. good. That one, that one was good. They took care of Avery very nicely. Yeah. Because I'm good. thinking Elizabeth Banks cannot be on this show for a long time. Right. Even in a, even in a supporting guest starring role. It's nice to see Margaret Cho. As when did we see Margaret Kim Jong-il. Oh, that was her? It was. She was doing her mom voice. That's really funny. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was her. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It passed through my head that I meant to like look at the credits. Yeah. Definitely her. Huh. But it was funny. I thought that I thought I thought that stuff was really funny. Yeah, that was good. That was that was good. She's um, Avery gets sent over for what correspondence? Yeah, just like, like a correspondence ex- special. Oh, sending you know. sending hot girls to weird places. Right, right. That's what it was. Speaking of 
Ms. Bossy Pants. I listened to the audio book. Yeah. I bought the book and listened to the audio book. That's fair, right? Oh, yeah. And one of the criticisms I heard of the book is that it's not, it doesn't go deep enough. Like, it's all kind of surfacey type stuff. But. Does she read the audio book? She does. It's, cool. it's, it's a little stiff, yeah. actually, in parts. But you can tell when she's really comfortable with something. Like, it's one thing to write it down. Yeah. And like, because, you know, she's. I'm not saying that she's never read anything out loud, but talking <laughs> about the time she spent at, like, you know, the summer camp with uh, with um, with her gay friends. Yeah. You could tell that was something she doesn't tell a lot of people. <laughs> so it was it was a different kind of thing for her. But there are some genuinely funny moments. Like, I looked like an idiot in the booth. Yeah, just laughing. laughing. out loud. Yeah. So I had to kind of just try to pare it down to like a, a smile like a corner of the mouth yeah. smile so i don't look like a fucking fool because i'm the only one in the giant room with yeah the giant glass walls that everybody can see and i can't be in there like rolling around on the ground laughing it was when i was in the booth uh, at the movie theater once i had my headphones on and i'm singing along with whatever it was i was singing to <laughs> and about an hour later um ashley uh I see Ashley, and she's just like, yeah, someone who was in theater, where were they? They were in 14. Uh, theater 14 wanted to say that um, they thought you did a great job with Mac the Knife. <laughs> like, thank you very much. Oh, I was standing over at 16 one night waiting for it to end. It was showing the mist, and I was there with Ty, and we were discussing the end of the movie. It wasn't 14. You know what? It was 17. The one down the little steps, that was 17. Oh, right? that's even tougher to yeah. hear from. That's a good that's, 20 feet down to the floor, 30 yeah, feet. Yeah, I was, I oh, was okay. singing out loud. All right. We got, Ty and I got complaints because they could hear us talking in the booth, just oh, yeah. talking at this normal level. Yeah. But the end of the mist is so fucking quiet. Right. Uh, and we're like, fuck you. Shut the God damn it. Uh, I don't know. In the words of CeeLo Green. Yeah. Fuck you. So uh, this week's community is the first of a two-parter. This is the Spaghetti Western paintball episode. I thought they were doing just one big episode. No, I think it's next week is the second part. And I heard that the next one is a little more Star Wars inspired than this, uh, than the Leone Spaghetti Western one coming up. Hmm. Whatever, you know, when they do theme shows, they they generally do a good job. Yeah. So, uh, before we go to break, today is May the fourth. Yes, it is May the fourth. Be with you. Yep. My niece, nerds. My niece sent me a. Uh, she sent me a text. Yeah. She wrote. Where is it? She wrote, she goes, happy Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you, dork. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Well, tomorrow apparently is going to be the uh, Revenge of the Fifth. Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> that's, that's, that's even worse. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but today was the announcement of what is technically going to be in all of the uh, Star Wars Blu-rays. Oh, yeah? So I thought I would uh, find that. There was a whole big announcement thing today, and it was actually um, a huge letdown for me. Really? Uh, yeah. Because Why? there was a countdown clock, and it said, you know, all will be revealed, and it took fucking forever. Um, 
when you have a countdown clock to a website and when it hits zero, the website's going to pop up, it should fucking pop up. Yeah. It didn't. It uh. took at least an hour for the bugs to get worked out oh, because really? you would click on the thing on StarWars.com and it would take you to 20th Century FoxFilms.com and there's nothing. So, like... I'm sitting there waiting, and then I, I we had to we had to fix a bug in the in the system today, so I, we went and did that with tech support. Um, then I came back, yeah. And on the 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 May the Fourth be with you dot Star Wars dot com, yeah, there was um, a video, and the more people that shared it, the more of a percentage of the video was available for play. Okay. And I thought, okay, great. By the time it hits about 86%, there's going to be some huge, like, you know, guess what else is in here announcement at the end of it. All it did was show off the fucking box art and, like, some behind-the-scenes stuff, some pre-production paintings and stuff. Maybe one I've never seen before. Wow. Yeah. The the artwork for the the boxes is uh, very nice, but... um, Was there one with Vader on it? Yeah. There's this one, which looks like Anakin and Luke. That's the cover of the uh, complete saga. Um, it looks a little amateurish, if you ask. You know me. what's the? You, you know what? Go, go back to that though. Yeah. If anything, I think that it should have been the other way around. If yeah. you have Anakin walking toward, and then Luke like toward. If you have Anakin walking toward the hut, mm. okay. And then Luke walking you away. Mean house hut, not Jabba hut. Yeah, <laughs> right. The little yeah. you know wigwam or pueblo thing right. there. Okay, it's because you know the only th- the only reason I can guess why they had Anakin walking towards the cameras because that was the uh, the teaser poster. <coughs> and the and the big shot of Luke looking at the suns. He's actually walking away from the camera, so I can understand that. I don't know. It just. It doesn't do anything for me, so we'll, we'll skip up. I mean, that, that this, one looks pretty good. This one was like with that. Vader for the original trilogy. It, it, it blown up, it's actually really nice. It reminds me a lot of uh, some of the Burger King posters from the very yeah. early 70s. Um, kind of expressionistic type paintings. That's pretty good. Hey, actually, can you, uh, can you send me that? It's just joeblow.com. I like that picture. Um. And then the one with Yoda, it's the same style. Although I don't know why Yoda's on the front. For? For the prequels. I am glad it's not Darth Maul as the big head image. Put him in there, that's fine. But I mean, uh, Obi-Wan, Anakin, anybody. Yoda is kind of random, if you honestly. Um considering it's all his fucking fault it's jar jar's fault <laughs> um oh can you imagine if they had put jar jar on oh man that would have been they would have been really funny fucking so here's here's the rundown basically of the the prequel trilogy discs um one movie per disc audio commentary with a bunch of people on it um, like, for instance, on Revenge of the Sith, it's commentary with Lucas, Rick McCallum, Rob Coleman, John Knoll, and Roger Guyette. Um, and then there's audio commentary from archival interviews with the cast and crew. That's pretty much on all of them. Um, the, the ones that people care about. <laughs> Episode 4 has commentary with Lucas, Carrie Fisher, Ben Burton, Dennis Murin, which is nice. Um, 
the Empire one has uh, Lucas Irvin Kirshner, <laughs> which is which will be really nice to have. Carrie Fisher, Ben Burton, Dennis Murin, and uh, Jedi has Lucas Fisher, Ben Burton, and Murin. Um, disc seven is the uh, prequel archive stuff, uh, deleted extended scenes, alternate scenes. They're going to have um, prop maquette and costume turnarounds, which is kind of nice. Hmm. The 501st should go crazy for that stuff. Yeah. Uh, matte paintings and concept art. Um, but it's the, the episodes four through six that have deleted, extended, and alternate scenes. That's the first disc I'm going to, honestly. And then uh, documentaries. Um, it's not showing up. There's one called Star Warriors from 2007. Um, a conversation with the Masters, Empire Strikes Back 30 years later. Uh, Star Wars spoofs, which is new this year. Uh, let's see, Weird Al, The Simpsons, a uh, whole bunch of stuff there. And then here's the nice stuff to have. Uh, the Making of Star Wars from 1977. It's about 49 minutes long. Empire Strikes Back special effects. It's about 48 minutes long from 1980. And classic creatures, Return of the Jedi, nineteen eighty three. That's, That's nice. Cool. Yeah, I remember all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if they're going to remaster those in in high def. That would be really nice. Then they have Anatomy of a Dewback, which was from the um, the DVD releases, I believe, or the um, <laughs> Anatomy of a D Bag. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, the VHS special editions, and then Star Wars Tech, which was on TV in two thousand seven. I'm sure there's more stuff on here, and they're not going to tell you everything because they do come out in September. So, oh, that sucks. I tried to we'll save see. the image, and it was like it's all one image. Oh, this has got to be. I'm sure I can find it somewhere else. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because that would make a nice little wallpaper on my phone. That would. That really would. I like that Vader shot. Okay, so want to do a break? Yeah. All right, so I got, um, I have a theme for the songs this week. Okay. Yep. Uh, here's the first one. Of Night of the Living podcast. Is Andy home? Oh, me so sorry. He no home right now. You follow me. Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird. Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner. 
This computer's just knife enthusiast websites in American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, Palaver. Whatever, I Palaver. think... Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, maybe we should get the hell maybe out of here. Maybe we should go. Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys. You ready to record? If you're a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living podcast at NOTLP.com. All right, I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take us to church. Uh, What can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. (laughs) Uh, Is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, (laughs) horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. Yeah. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one <laughs> That is one star too many. Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, God. Ugh. That was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Hi, this is famous Hollywood producer, Robert Evans. You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood. Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Allie McGraw. But I've made one great friend... A boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word in the iTunes store. Yeah, that's true. But for the purpose of the conversation, he was from that state. Yeah, that's that's that? that's yeah. Uh-huh. That's that's all we I was yeah. getting at. I don't care about residency yeah. or where you're paying your taxes. You're in a different state. Jan Brewer is your governor. That was the point that that our friend made. Yeah, and that's just what we were going with. So sorry, we had anyway, to continue that conversation over just in case somebody's listening. Yes, we we're talk back. about another you. movie I watched recently. <laughs> Yeah, was um, Tenacious D in the Pick of I Destiny? Like that. I love that fucking movie. I don't understand people's problem with Jack Black because I watched School of Rock actually. Yeah, and that was fun. You know what I watched that? You I know saw why I watched School of Rock? Because I was feeling really down. 
And I'm yeah, like, oh, it's definitely bringing you I'm, up. I'm, I'm like, because I, I have this show at work tomorrow where we're like the house band. And I had to learn songs that yeah. I've never played before on an instrument that I've only like fucked around with to do the intro for this show. Yeah. So I learned lowrider on bass and a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, my hand, my arm cramped up because like playing guitar is is one thing. Playing bass, um, I was talking with one of the guitarists today. I'm like, it's like trying to learn how to play with like suspension bridge cables on your guitar. He's like, yeah, those things are thick. Yeah. Like, yeah, especially when you're used to a guitar string. So like, it was just a whole new thing. And I, and I'm like, all right, I need to watch these little kids play, and that'll make me want to <laughs> do it. And you know, he's he's inspirational with some of his stuff. So sorry. You know what else he's in that I forgot he was in? He was in Cape the Cable Guy. Was he? Yeah. I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, he was in Cable Guy. Huh. Janine Garofalo was in Cable Guy. Uh, yeah, that was a weird movie. Yeah, that, that movie did got not dark do quick. well. No, that movie got weird fast. Yeah, it was marketed wrong. Yeah. Especially Jim Carrey creepy. at the height of his Ace Ventura yeah, thing, doing was, a dark villain type yeah, character. Yeah, dark kind of sociopathic fucking psycho Yeah. Dude. Having met some now, I understand sociopaths. Yeah, exactly. But so, <sighs> are we just gonna we can we can do this now? Yeah, sure. Let's do All this right, now. Go ahead. Start with what you had. Um. Oh, by the way, I have no articles. I'm just we're just gonna go off of what we've been the, listening to. The way I found out that Osama bin Laden. Just call him bin Laden. We won't call, fuck no, it no, up. No, no, no. But no. But this is part of the funny I know. thing. <laughs> okay, right? I figured. I got an instant message, uh, like one of those instant Facebook things. Okay. From um, someone I know at the theater, uh-huh. and <laughs> she actually wrote, "Obama is dead," and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Right. So immediately I start looking at other stuff on Facebook. I go to CNN and then right. it's like, it's right there. It's like, okay, it's been yeah. Laden. All right. And then I watched the, um, you know, I watched the speech. Yeah. And then I made my little Facebook thing about, you know, it was a great speech, but it would have been even more impressive if you just held yeah. up Bin Laden's severed head and yeah. said, this is mission accomplished, bitch. Because <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. There were um, some, there were some weird coincidences about the date. Yeah. First, it was the it was the day that um, Hitler killed himself in, yeah. the, in the bunker. It was eight days, eight years to the day from the mission accomplished fucking jumpsuit, yeah, fucking bullshit. incident. Um, I got a I got a, a push notification. Is that what what they're called on the phone there? Yeah, um, that said that Obama was going to speak. You know, in about an hour. So is that would. That was my first indication. That was the first you heard that he was just going to speak. He was going to speak, uh, and it was Sunday night at yeah, 10, 10 o'clock. o'clock. So I'm it's like, like, what the fuck? I look out my window. I'm like, there are no missiles in the sky, so it's not the end of the world. And it came down to two things. Instantly, my, my mind went to, and I'm not even bullshitting, my mind went to yeah. Bin Laden's dead. Yeah. That's the only thing that warrants interrupting you know that late at night yeah i guess Twitter. Other, or or aliens <laughs> well did you see what john stewart did you see the daily show like after like mondays the daily, yes. mondays daily show yeah john stewart was fucking hilarious yeah he's just like okay so he interrupts celebrity apprentice 
And it's the President of the United States, and you figure, well, he's just thought of some jokes that he didn't make at the press club <laughs> right? kind of thing. Yep. Um, and then there was something else he said, or I don't know, whatever it was. They had um, but, Jimmy Fallon as Donald Trump doing a press conference. Oh, really? And that was actually kind of funny. Um, like I said, I haven't pulled any anything, yeah. but he's like, so with 15 minutes to go, it's my approximation yeah. of Trump because I don't give a shit. He interrupts the end of Celebrity Apprentice when he could have waited for the end of the show. Let's see what's on after my show. The news. <laughs> but it wasn't Obama that interrupted. It was the news it channels. Was the news. Yeah, so, because it was another like 40 minutes before he came It was on. at 1135, yeah. and it was supposed to be at 11 o'clock. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, Kind of funny. Payback's yeah. a bitch. Yeah. Double time. Exactly. Payback's a bitch. So, um, but it had leaked. It, oh, yeah. It leaked early. Yeah, I guess I saw one article that said that Twitter at that time was over 5,000 tweets. Yeah, it was the third busiest it had ever been. Uh, no, I think it was the first busiest it had ever been. No. Uh, New Year's Eve, Japan, 2011 oh, yeah. was 6,500 a minute. But this was this was yeah this was like fifty this was this was, was one like of the 5, biggest three hundred yeah. a minute or so, a, a minute or a second or probably yeah. a minute right I think a so minute yeah that was just pretty fucking incredible you want to know when I let me call up my Twitter feed here um then I put something similar on Twitter to my severed head thing <laughs> I I said I said a bunch of stuff I was talking with a lot of people um. No, that was yesterday. It appears today is totally ignore your toddler day at Target. Not me, though. I don't go for that shit. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm watching Doctor Who, so that was Saturday. Um, you, oh, well, it says it's May 1st. How do I find uh, out what time I actually posted I it? It no. may not give that specific. You know, I just want it's been loud and dead. We'll find out soon. Um, and then, I mean, I could go back into the feed and see when people started it, yeah, but I, I was, nice. I was, I was right after the announcement. It was, it was one of those. Yeah. No, I, I heard about it and then I heard about the announcement coming. So, um, but so. Hey, you know what? It was a risky operation that, you know, they weren't a hundred percent that he was there. They had like really, really, really good information. They're like, let's do this. Yep. And, um, yep. they just went in and they're just badasses. <laughs> they shot him in the yeah. head and then they shot him in the chest. Now it's supposed to be, it was supposedly seal team six. Yeah. Um, which apparently, uh, I mean, they're seals for fuck's sake. That's awesome. How they hold the rifles. I don't I know. know. And, and. Well, they balance the grenades on their nose. Right, you exactly. Think the, arr, arr, it would yeah. kind of give them away when they're jumping thought. out of the helicopters. But no, this is the same SEAL team that was sent in to snipe the pirates. Remember the pirates? Yeah. And they shot them through windows that were like the size yeah. of a fucking iPhone. Like on a fucking moving boat. Yeah. Yeah, one boat bobbing one way, another boat bobbing the other way, and three guys sniped three yeah. guys at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty fucking amazing. So this was like nothing. No, this no. Well, <laughs> it's like ah, we'll but just go in and we'll shoot everybody. There's so many conflicting reports at this point that he was armed. He wasn't armed. He had a one of his wives in front of him. He didn't. He, you know, wh I, who knows? 
Who knows? Well, All you know I know that is they that they videotaped it. They must have fucking helmet cams. And there stuff. was a live feed. Yeah. To the White House, and that's the 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 picture you see in the Situation Room. The question is, was that when the helicopter stalled and crashed? Because they're like aghast. Yeah. At that point, so it could have been, but they got out with everybody. Yeah. Including the corpse. Yeah. Now the idiots come out. Oh, he's not really dead. Because I was wondering. I actually, like, the next day I was watching, like, flipping around. I went yeah. to Fox News for a while. The next waiting to hear some day. bullshit. Yeah. There, no, it, there was one day, the, the Monday, actually, I recorded all. I, I had the, the, the phone in the car. And I'm like, all right, I can't, I yeah. can't get to a computer fast enough to record the AM stuff. So it's actually FM. Uh, but it's like AM right-wing radio type yeah. type show. So I just did the voice recorder thing, and it's all totally useless for the show. <laughs> because they were all saying, I don't know if I would vote for him, but I have to give him credit for doing what he said he would do. Yeah, most definitely. So that was surprising. Uh, there's actually a little bit of common sense out there. It's yeah. like he said, I'm going to find and kill bin Laden. And he, and he did found it. and killed him. I don't know. So... So many different directions to go in. Um, are there folks doubting it? Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. This is this is the thing that kills me. I am willing to bet that a good percentage of these people are religious. What do you mean? They're the just religious who, people who who don't believe people? that he's actually dead because there's no body, there's no proof. <sighs> but these people are religious. So, what would that... <laughs> Why do they need proof about a body? Why can't they just believe it? <laughs> they believe everything else that's spoon-fed to them. Just fucking believe that. Yeah. Now's the time you decide you want empirical evidence? Right. Fuck you! <laughs> I had to get that out. But yeah, there are people. I have actually a little bit of audio um, lined up. It's I think it's the only thing I have ready But you know go. what, though? I think that I think that Obama should come right out... And say, um, like, here's the video. Let's watch it. Yeah, I understand part of the reason why they're not going to release the pictures. Because um, remember Abu Ghraib? Yeah. That was kind of a clusterfuck. Those pictures were leaked. And it yeah, was, but it they was... were doing stuff that was wrong. Oh, yeah. This is not wrong. But people that would follow bin Laden would also say that that is wrong. And it, it could instigate it. And I don't know. You know what? I, you know what? Just him being dead is going to instigate it. If they're going to do something, true. they're going to do that's something. That's true. But if we release you know? the pictures and it's sensationalized or it's presented the wrong way, I, I'm sure if they're going to do it, they want to be in control of it. Like, you put it up on the website and you just make it so that you can't, I mean, you can't prevent it from being copied. It's right. screen grab. Very easy exactly. to do. The, when StarWars.com decided they wanted to make all of their pre-production artwork for Clone Wars into uh, slideshows, yeah. I just, I finally looked up how to do a screen grab. Yeah. It's... <laughs> so, I did that. But, they have their reasons. They have their advisors. They have their terrorist experts. Yeah, I'm not going to fault them it'll for not putting it out. So this says, Bin Laden dead hoax exposed. Yes. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. This is uh, Alex Jones. He's a cockbag. <laughs> this so. should be interesting. Uh, yeah, it's seven. It's almost eight minutes long. We're going to get as far as we can into it. 
Tonight, which will be about two minutes. And to the world. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of al-Qaeda. Let me just read the bottom here. It says, okay. Alex Jones exposes the co- the contrived, quote, victory in the war on terror surrounding a man who many experts have said was already dead for years. After nearly a decade of, quote, hunting bin Laden, he is summarily shot in the head and allegedly dumped into the ocean, conveniently making the body unavailable. So goes the official life of Osama bin Laden, a.k.a. Tim Osman. One of the CIA's most useful patsies and assets. <laughs> oh, my God. It is May 2nd, 2011. He Yesterday, eats gravel. May, day, love this guy. May 1st. This is hilarious. President Obama addressed the nation late Sunday evening to say that just hours before Osama bin Laden had been killed in the middle of a major populated city in a palace compound. It's not a palace. My friends, this is a complete and total hoax. And we predicted with total precision, with inside sources, going back more than eight years ago, exactly what would happen. It's on record that Steve Pachinik, uh, who worked as the top deputy to Henry Kissinger, and who also is a high-level counsel on foreign relations member, was interviewed back in April of 2002 and said that bin Laden was dead and that was on ice and that in the future he would be used at a politically expedient time to bolster the government in the eyes of the people. Mr. Okay, and Bush didn't seize well, that opportunity? That Bush, you, Bush would have taken that opportunity. October surprise. Yeah, definitely. I expected them to yeah, find exactly. bin Laden. Yeah, October. before the election. And it never happened. They didn't know where he was. Bush said, oh, he's not a priority anymore. No, because you're in another fucking yeah. country, idiot. Let's get back to this gravelly-voiced douche. Pachinik, extremely high-powered. Here's the quote. I worked with Osama bin Laden, Pachinik told Jones, adding that he later turned terrorist hunter during subsequent administrations. And then he went on from that point, this is just a few months after 9-11, early 2002, to break this down. Now, I was the first to ever have an insider come out and say this. Then Madeleine Albright in 2003, on December 17th, went on Fox News program and said that he was dead and on ice and that the Bush administration was thinking about rolling him out during the 2004 election if they needed it. Okay, let me read what it actually says here. But now former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright is telling reporters that the Bush administration may may already have captured Osama bin Laden and will release the news just before the next year's presidential election. I heard that. We all heard that. Yeah, exactly. Because we didn't want the fucking assholes back in office. Because so. she's just like, uh, she's just speculating on like... Yeah, he may. The duplicitousness. Yeah. This is about as far as I made it, so let's see what else happens. But then because of that coverage, the inside baseball was they didn't. Now, even before she went public... A year and a half after I first broke this news, that's not going public. I had a White House source here in Austin, Texas. You know, a lot of folks live here in Austin, but we're also in the Bush administration because they came from Texas. Uh, Bush had just been governor here, and oh, I was really told by an extremely high-level White House source this information. Separately, I then confirmed through another White House source uh, here in Austin through a uh, separate party. Ladies and gentlemen, he just said nothing. Completely staged. Right. 
All right. There's the whole CIA background of Osama bin Laden. There's the fact that it comes out that Amwar al-Awlaki, that uh, his number two, running all these terror attacks. Okay, see, he's talking about Osama bin Laden, not <laughs> Osama bin Laden. Well, that's that's the a, thing. That's a different way of I saying I know. I'm just name. trying to make a point. <laughs> it's a bad point. It's not really a point. He's hanging out secretly at the Pentagon. Uh, there's the government lying about WMDs and our destroyers being attacked to get us uh, into Vietnam. You know this history of major wow. hoaxes being run. Really? Notice when all this came out. Then I'll go through some anomalies. This is the tip of the iceberg. This all came out right at the time that Obama's approval rating was dropping like a rock, an all-time low this far into a president's administration, as the dollar's dropping, as support for Iraq, Afghanistan. At an all-time low? Like, out of everybody? Yeah. Like, Nixon had a better ra- <laughs> ranking than he did? Bush had a better ranking? What the fuck? Yeah, this guy's kind of an idiot. Yeah, but look at all his fucking videos yeah. over here. Afghanistan, Libya, and the uh, drone attacks in Pakistan was imploding. Right as the Pakistanis were threatening to kick the U.S. out of Pakistan and to kick their drones out. Right as this happens, there's this big propaganda victory, and what do they do? They take the body and throw it in the ocean, they say. Do you really believe that? No one is buying that. I've been listening to talk radio last night and this morning. Oh, there's your problem. That want to buy <laughs> this propaganda. No one is buying that. They've thrown his body in, but don't worry, they have a DNA test and they uh, have a face scan so they know it's him. This is the same government where the CIA agents last year admitted in the Washington Post that they created fake bin Laden videos. This is the same government that's what, what does that have to do with anything? Lying. But conveniently, his body is now out in the ocean somewhere, buried at sea. But it gets worse. Last night, <sighs> as soon as this was announced, it was all over U.S. TV, British TV, European papers, fake photos. And as soon as I saw it, I sent text messages to Paul Watson and others and said, look into this. This is the same fake bin Laden dead photo that's photoshopped of him that we saw years ago. And so digging into this, we... Yeah, and that was very quickly said to be a fake. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's kind of an okay Photoshop job, but I mean, whatever. We've learned, they claim that they've killed him nine separate times. But obviously, this is the big presidential announcement. They claim that they've killed uh, other al-Qaeda operatives over and over again. They're what? training you to accept this type of garbage. So we've got that information, uh, that they've killed him nine times. And finally, now we're being told, oh, uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, who has been tortured for many, many years and who confessed to bombing buildings that were built after he was incarcerated, uh, he, he might as well confess to shooting Kennedy or killing Lincoln or Get to the crucifying point. Christ uh, 2011 uh, years ago. I mean, this is getting more and more insane. Uh, all- what asshole would crucify a baby? I know, huh? Actually, wow. 2011 years ago would have been before he was born. So they're going to crucify what? Mary's womb? I don't know. Idiot. All the usual suspects. The Adam Gadon, the grandson of the former head of the ADL. Kaiser uh, Soze's. <laughs> all of them are running around saying, we're going to get you. And Khalid Sheikh Mohammed uh, is saying from Guantanamo that if they kill bin Laden, nukes will go off. And then meanwhile, you've got our media reporting there could be 160 nukes. I mean, does anybody 
believe this. This is going to be used to launch more wars, to say, see, we're winning, and to have a bigger domestic crackdown to protect us from the terrorists hiding under every table. Make no mistake, we got sent over two years ago the Homeland Security Mike reports. 90-plus percent of the Homeland Security activity what? is against gun owners, conservatives, libertarians, in the fetters. People what is going are, on? The real no enemy idea. of this country are the offshore banks that have come in and taken over this nation. Wow. So right as our country is wow. being imploded, right as the world government's being announced, right as we go into the Depression, here's this world PR government? I know, huh? About, Boy, we're walking a little taller today. Got a spring in my step. It's all a wag-the-dog Hollywood production. My friends uh, will continue to cover all the other developments. There's so much more at Infowars.com on the live radio show uh, and the video feed at PrisonPlanet.tv. So continue to watch Infowars.com and PrisonPlanet.com. We've got about a million people roughly hitting the side an hour right now. This is bullshit. We've ever been involved in, obviously, as the whole world is looking for answers uh, to what's happened. Uh, But that's just some of the points, and more and more anomalies are, are coming out. And they announced this on a Sunday night, so they dominate the news cycle this week. But already, uh, people are not buying into it across the board. It is a fairy tale. If you believe this, then i got a bridge I'm wanting to sell you. Um, and I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona. Again, continue. How much? Skeptical. Well, following his conspiracy theories, uh, the, the 136 hidden nuclear bombs in the country would effectively crack California off the coast. Because, like, he's Lex Luthor or something. Oh, yeah, exactly. I just cannot believe in Superman Lex Luthor was that stupid to believe that California would just fall off the side of the fucking country. I thought he was a super genius. Well, all those years, no hair. Yeah. Continue to research and understand that we have all the inside sources. And then Bear, the former CIA commander, all of them on record saying he was dead a long time ago. They've known this. He was a convenient boogeyman. Remember Bush saying, I don't care where he is. I'm not worried about him. And now they're basically just announcing this to signify not the end of the war on terror, but to basically bring in false flag attacks or the threat of attacks uh, as a pretext to relaunch and expand the police state that's been set up for the American people. Visit InfoWars.com and PrisonPlanet.com. Wow. On the site, you can also tune in 24 hours. Wow. I did not listen to that whole thing, and I'm actually I'm really ashamed surprised I did. we didn't see him um, with the tinfoil on his head to keep the signals oh out. Oh, my God. Like, Eminem's a really good, like, freestyle rapper. That guy's a really good freestyle Bullshit. bullshitter. <sighs> Jesus Christ. He may be the worst of the worst. I'm not entirely sure because I don't really give a shit. What are folks like, um, oh, what the fuck's that douchebag on Fox? Glenn Beck? No, O'Reilly. I don't know. O'Reilly actually has a little bit of common sense. Yeah. But I don't I don't understand this. Show me the picture. Picks or it didn't happen. Uh, no, that's I hung out with somebody famous. Yeah. If the government says... We did this. See, this is what's okay. interesting. I like if Bush came out with this. Yeah, I could understand being a little suspicious. You of know the what news. It, I would. I, I would think him. if Bush came out with this because of who the target was, I would like the people on the the right wing radio station. I would grudgingly give him a little respect for that. Maybe you know because he. Uh, unlike when Bush really called off two different attacks on him, from what I understand, he, you know, would have actually said, take the shot. 
Yeah. So. So then there's the whole question of is the celebrating appropriate? Well, yeah, I'd mentioned. I've been struggling with this one. So you know what? I'm gonna. I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be happy about it. Okay, I'm gonna be happy about it. I watched. I watched a shitload of people die that day, and this was this fucker's fault. Yeah. So I'm glad he got shot in the head. I'm glad the fucker's dead. Yeah. All right. So and all this bullshit about. People, there, there's some people like you, you see them on Facebook, or whatever. It's just like, oh, I'm not going to celebrate the death, blah, blah, blah. Listen, hippie, <laughs> go eat your fucking soy burger, pussy, whatever it is, and go fuck yourself. Okay? You know, all just, it takes. Because you know what it is? It's that, like, it's that I want to be a little bit different. I I was talking with some people because I'm trying to work out, you know, the right way to approach the whole subject for the show this week. And I see the um, misquoted fucking Martin Luther King thing that the girl added her own little bit onto at the beginning of it that was all over fucking Facebook. I didn't. Who? What? I'm not even going to bother looking it up. Um, But it's I won't mourn the whatever. (laughs) I don't know, I'm getting tired. But it's, you know, it's okay to be happy that public enemy number one, world public enemy yeah. number one, is dead. Did the college kids take it a little bit f- too far? I Probably, don't know. Because they don't know. do. But you know what? They didn't turn over cars and set them on fire. Nobody got killed with a fucking container of pepper spray coming out of well, a cop's because gun. Because someone didn't, you know, win, win the, the fucking World win Series. The <laughs> Yeah, let's put this shit into perspective. Cities are destroyed when somebody wins the championship game. Yeah. These were a bunch of kids out screaming USA. I don't really see a problem. These kids have grown up with the specter of Bin Laden over their head as the fucking boogeyman. Yeah. Since they're able to comprehend who he was. Although I'll tell you, I think it would have been kind of interesting if they know where the guy is. You know what? Drop a plane on the fucking house. <laughs> now they're calling it a mansion and it's palatial and it's fucking poured concrete and there's no phone. You know, yeah, it's eight times bigger than anything else around it. Yeah. But it was basically a fucking prison. John he S- couldn't leave. John Stewart was really funny talking about could, the, 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 but... the, the town that it's in, Abbottabad. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, come on, this is like tailor-made for New Yorkers, you know? I'm going to go there to Abbottabad. Whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Shoot this yeah. guy. Yeah. but John Stewart was great. He was, he was. He did come on last night, and he's like, yeah, it was a little emotional. It was a little yeah, eccentric. Was... But you know what? He was there. Yeah. You know, he was in the city. He 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 saw everything. He lives with it. Yeah. You know, go coming to work and all that. I I can't blame anybody for their reaction to it. I can't. I'm glad the fucker's dead. Now what's yeah. next? Now you know, okay, let's fix the economy. And the idea of of dropping him into the ocean makes perfect. Excuse me, perfect sense. There's because no, isn't it like one? What fucking country in the world wants to bury him? Because then you turn it into a shrine for the crazy. Exactly. Fuckers. There's two, no place for people to go to. Right. Two. Didn't they like clean the body, then dump him, 
and sort of a, I, I don't know the rules and shit like that, I but don't like know. I don't, in accordance I don't know. with Muslim law, like a f- period of time, the body has, it has to be. To, the only thing that I know for sure is it has to be within twenty four hours. Okay, so there you go. If there's that's your even right, I'm not sure. But then there's uh, like um, what's his face Huckabee's like um, Welcome to Hell, and when when Ellen heard that, she's like, so he's in hell too. Yeah, I, I don't know. Really huh? Understand. But then you have to realize that your religion doesn't really affect where he goes when he dies. Following if that shit's real, you if you're Christian and I'm Muslim and I blow myself up, I'm yeah. going to paradise. You might think I'm in hell, but my religion says I'm going to paradise. So well, Bin Laden, who knows? You know what? Your paradise might be somebody else's hell. Well, that that is true. But according to what they believe, Bin Laden is in, quote-unquote, heaven, not hell. doesn't Whatever. matter what you put on top Personally, of that. Personally, I think he's in the ocean. He is. Yeah. Oh, just at a, just, just sort of talking about the whole church thing, I, um, I recently went to um, my nephew's. I, oh, yeah. I can't believe I didn't talk to you about this the first confirmation um, the, right? the communion communion and a little yeah. there was a little girl, there's a little girl who got nauseous and threw up <laughs> she's walking back down the aisle like with all sorts of like vomity oh uh, like, did she start spraying coming out her Jesus? mouth and i'm just i'm just like when's her head gonna spin around <laughs> like talk about rejecting christ i almost pissed myself laughing and then like um, my sister asked Olivia to videotape from like the balcony oh. up above the back. So she was up back there and she was the only one up there. So my dad kept looking up and I would keep looking up yeah. and, and I know she's fine. Right. You know, but my dad's just like, you're going to go up and check on her. I'm just like, why? She's not an eight year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I but point, Zinga. and then I point to Cole. I'm like, and he's right here. So we're fine. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you're a jerk. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> not you it's not you do you want to read that one from uh yeah since we're in the yeah i want to i want to keep the, the stuff together all right this is from who is this from how does he sign it james yes all right uh hey guys i'm sure everyone is well aware that osama bin laden autocorrect bin, uh, he wrote, autocorrect on no that. he wrote bin liner <laughs> Which I think is pretty funny. Actually, that is that is yeah. pretty funny. Was killed this week, and it's been on a seemingly infinite repeat all day here in Australia. And I can only imagine it being tenfold out your way. Oh shit! I just remembered how I wanted to start the show. Okay, I wanted to do a, a parody of the Saturday Night Live thing and say Osama bin Laden is still dead. Ah, yes. Yes, that's a generalissimo Francisco Franco is still dead. Great news, yes, especially after nearly a decade of looking for him. Now, see, personally, I thought the way they they were going to find him is to just give him a student loan. Well, they, and he doesn't pay it. <laughs> exactly. And those fuckers will find anybody. Yep, because yep, the dude's walking around the desert yelling, Marco definitely exactly. didn't work. Um, now, I don't know why I keep having this thought, but I wanted to bounce it off you guys for comment. America was way more affected by bin Laden than we were though we were all shocked over the incident all the same. I'm also not meaning to offend anyone who's lost family or friends in the 9-11 strike. To them, I hold the greatest respect, My, uh, but my thought is this. All the leaders of the world, yours, ours, and the rest, have publicly been slapping each other on the back for a job well done in killing this insidious man. Mm. One thing struck me whilst watching all of this. 
Is it just me or does it seem a little macabre that everyone is congratulating everyone else all over TV for killing a man? Celebrating the murder of a man publicly, it comes off as somewhat distasteful. Now, I'm not forgetting all the extremist jubilation when America was tagged on that fateful day. And that is, it is deplorable for us to turn around and do the same thing over killing a leader of terrorism. Is that not hypocritical? Are we going to fuel their cause even further? We'll probably fuel their cause even further. But you know, no matter what we do. Exactly. It's but it's it. just like, okay, uh, let's get him with a shoe bomb. Now, maybe an underwear bomb. And I mean, like, what next? Yeah. What are they going to try next? And let's be realistic. James continues. Someone else has already stepped into his shoes, no doubt. Effectively, we've taken out just one man and a few others. It's hardly any kind of victory that's worth getting too crazy over. Yes, the perpetrator of 9-11 is gone, but I don't think that'll change anything at all. I just feel that celebrating the killing of a man is strange, that's all. It's a symbolic victory, of course, but it's still celebrating death. I'm sure that the family and friends of those lost in 2001 are happy with the news. Mm. Am I glad he's dead? Yes. Should I throw a party? I don't think so. They found the proverbial needle in the haystack, but we're very fucking far from done. I don't know. Um, I know you all know this. President Obama even stated it in his speech very clearly. One thing I must say is that Obama's speech was very well written and spoken. Mm. It in no way singled out Muslims as being perpetrators, but rather a man who killed many of his own Muslim religion followers as well as Westerners. I feel that he has delivered a speech that is worthy of praise from all sides, but the extremist terrorists. I don't know why the man has so many haters over there. Seems like one of the best presidents you've had in decades. But what do I know anyways? I'm yeah. just a yokel convict on a prison island. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm not saying I wish you were alive. More that the praise going around for killing him is a little strange. I probably would have preferred that he, if he were taken alive. But without knowing the details of the incursion that led to up to his death, I would surmise it was a foregone conclusion that he wasn't going to come out with his hands up. Right. Unlike Saddam. That said, if one of my family died at ground zero, I'd be singing a different tune, methinks. I could probably pull the trigger myself with ease, so maybe I'm being a little thoughtless on the subject. I apologize if I've upset anyone and have no problem. If you or anyone else wants to tell me to shut the hell up, shut the hell up. No, uh, it's just an observation I had, that's all. Anyway, I just wanted uh, to know what you guys thought about the news, being American yourselves, and in all likelihood having a considerably different viewpoint to mine. Love the show as always. Keep up the good work, James. Sent from his iPad. Wow. Fuck you and your iPad. Now, uh, I no. did ask for like um, immediate like responses, like what, what, you know, like an hour after. And he sent that. And um, we've had the luxury of thinking about it. And his yeah. is like right off the bat. Um, it's a tough thing to think about, you know being happy about somebody being dead. Do, do, do you know what I like? I like the idea, okay, hmm. that just before he died, yeah, that his last thought was as terrifying hmm. as anyone who died in those attacks. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's what I like knowing, that for a split second, whether he was conscious of it or not, okay, yeah. he was shitting his pants and he was fucking terrified and he knew i'm gonna die. okay and he knew i'm going to die like the people standing in the windows of the exactly. trade center okay yeah so i'm glad that he suffered that yeah even for a fraction okay? of a second exactly and you know what if there was a way to if there was a way to keep him alive and have him relive that every fucking day 
you know, rock on, do it, yeah. you know? Yeah. But the reality is that if you kept him alive and tried to do a trial, a trial, fuck that. No, I, I, I'm sorry. Honestly, I cannot see any way capturing him would end up, you know, benefiting. There's anyone. no way. Then it turns into a fucking Michael Bay movie with someone trying to break him out. Yeah, every every six months. Yes, exactly. There are some people that I was genuinely happy to hear about when they died. Honestly, when Jeffrey Dahmer was killed in prison, I was happy about that. Yeah. Especially the way he died. That was, yeah. It was kind of fucked up. The family that. arguing over the body. That's kind of funny. Wasn't it Wasn't it somebody beat his head in with a, with a barbell? Something like uh, that, yeah. With a dumbbell? Yeah. You know what? For a guy that drilled holes in people's heads and yeah. poured boiling water into them Sorry, so he you know could what? fuck them and eat them. We live hey. in a world where, you know what? Some fuckers just deserve to go like that. You know you know why I'm having a hard time with it? 9-11 happened. I didn't have any family. No, no children. I didn't have any children. Yeah. I do now. I have a different perspective on it. I'm not saying that James doesn't have, yeah. you know, uh, or that I'm special or whatever kind of kind of shit, but... I thought about it all day today, most of the time today, you know, for a little while till I got really depressed. And I thought, <laughs> you know, what if that happened in a building I was in and yeah. I made it out and they didn't? I would go there myself. And I'll tell you, it wouldn't be a shot in the head, a shot in the chest. It'd be, uh, I'd call a couple of my brothers. <laughs> and go medieval. I'd get a blowtorch. And, and a pair pliers. of pliers. Yeah. No, like slow fucking torture yeah. for the guy. Um, and I, I I was listening to some reports and back when he was interviewed uh, by Al Jazeera uh, a couple times. And he was only concerned with ruining basically the financial status of the country. He didn't care about the people that he hurt. It wasn't a terrorist act to kill people they were just collateral and that to me is even scarier because he's like hans gruber without a fucking conscience he just doesn't he wanted to ruin the he wanted basically the economy of a country collapses to the point where that it's not uh, it's unrecoverable you bankrupt a country the country's gone so then what would have happened what what would happen to the people that lived here like the like I, I hate to sound like trite, but like, what about the what about the kids? Yeah, how can you do that to children and consider what they were what, kids on the fucking plane? So I'm sitting there with Olivia on I my know. lap, and she's a year old, and I'm watching planes go into a fucking building. Mm. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm glad the fucker's dead. I'm happy the way he died. I, I watched I watched the footage every now and then, and it just it gets me so worked up. Just, I've never seen anything like that. I've never lived through a subway bombing like London had. Yeah. I've never, like there were there were the bombings in Spain. Right. Yeah. I've never, I, I've never seen anything like that. And I, and you know, with, I don't want with, with James saying, you know, he's in a different country, so it impacted him differently. Right. I don't mean any offense, but like Lockerbie or or any of that stuff, it it feels different to me than, you know, I, I've never been. To that part of New York City, yeah, I never never visited the towers. I know them from like Escape from New York and yeah. the background of you know Die Hard with a Vengeance, um, but it's 
bone chilling to watch the video still. Oh yeah. To this day, and I didn't think it was going to bother me when I first heard it because I was working um, I was working inventory at a Sam Goody in the mall down in the basement, so I actually felt kind of safe because we were under a whole shitload of concrete. Yeah. Um, I really ought to close that mail thing. Um, <laughs> but then watching it and like seeing the people jumping out of the building, and you know what, that was stuff that they stopped showing. Not too long after it started yeah. happening. I, just... I actually asked Ellen to come home from work, and we still had a, a VCR yeah. at the time. I'm like, just just, just record and go back to work for yeah. me. I, you don't need to stay there and watch it. Just rewind it, set it on the long thing. I still right. have a tape somewhere of oh, really? that day, and I think it actually caught the second plane. Um, I, caught, I saw She's second, right around the corner. I saw the second plane hit. I heard about yeah. the first one. I went to the TV, and I'm just like, holy shit, holy shit. And then it's just like, there's another fucking plane. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I'm torn, honestly. I mean. You know what? In general, okay, I, I think I'm relieved. That, I think that's the best way to put it. I'm relieved that he's not in the picture anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, someone's going to take his place. Yeah, yeah, of course, whatever. Yeah, but the guy that's supposedly going to take his place is Egyptian, and Al-Qaeda does not like Egyptian people. So, <laughs> No, seriously. Yeah. That's like a really weird thing. Right. He's like the next guy. But look, Bin Laden's been out of the picture. Like He hasn't been masterminding any of these um, any of these things in a while, and you have all of these failed attempts of a dude that can't light his fucking shoes on fire, right. a guy that can't set his Fruit of the Boom underwear off, a guy that cannot blow up a truck full of propane and gasoline. Yeah. If we're vigilant, we will be fine. Right. So but I'll tell you, I mean, there are just, I think that there are instances. And I, and I think that the rule being, you know what, I'm not looking to, you know, hear about the deaths of, you know, people every day or whatever. And I think that celebrating death is a little bit morbid. But then again, like, and that's just a basic guideline because I would think that celebrating death every day would be depressing. Yeah. But like every other guideline Hence with every God. other, right. With every other rule, I think that there's an exception to a rule where, you know what? Some fuckers just deserve it. And this fucker deserved it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I have no problems whatsoever. I don't feel badly about going, yeah, fuckers dead. You know, no, I, I could not see myself going out in the street and singing, you know, God bless America. There are people that I think, you know, deserve to do that. The firefighters in New York, the police. Well, I just think know. that I just think, you know, as an American, you just like, all right, fine. It's just like you took the fucker out. I think that there are probably some people out there who thought that America wouldn't, you know, Especially you, under you, a Democrat. Use its teeth, especially under a Democrat. Oh, you know what? You know, the Americans, they'll We're, just, they'll, they'll Democrats just take are them soft and on send defense. them to trial. They're soft, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Well, you know what? How soft is this now, motherfucker? Yeah. So, anyway, that's my last word on what's well, his instead, face. We were like this. America, All right, so I think yeah. that gets the point across. Um, I love that movie. It's just you know, uh, it, 
I, I don't know. You know, yeah, I, I get upset when I see, you know, uh, okay. I guess the, the best way, honestly, really for me to describe myself is it's a relief because no one has the money or I would say the intelligence that this guy had. Um, and it's not about blowing shit up. It's about bringing the country to its knees financially. I've got like 37 different ways that you could do it. I'm not going to say them. No, no, because they've learned enough from Die Hard and exactly. movies like that. Um, <laughs> I am appropriately upset when good people die. I'm relieved that he's dead. I like the way he was taken out. Yeah. There's people complaining, oh, it's illegal, though it was an illegal action. Well, what are you going to do? Put Humpty Dumpty back together again? Yeah, it's just I like, mean, it's, oh, okay. it's done. Okay. Now the question is, can we trust Pakistan? I say no. Fuck them. Yeah. We stop giving them aid. We get the fuck out of the country, and we just you know what? have I that say, yourself. I say, you know what? Fuck them. Take every, bring everybody home now. Fuck Afghanistan. Yeah, that's, There's no that's, fucking reason to be in Afghanistan. There's no fucking reason to be in Iraq. Fuck them all. Come home. Or the, stay there and give me $2 a gallon gas. It <laughs> doesn't work like that. No. You know what you do? You take over the oil fields and you say, you know what, Iraq? Fuck you. You know what? When you've paid us back for all the money that we've put into your But Iraq country, has nothing to do with it. Iraq was a totally different thing. It had nothing to do with bin Laden. I know, I know it had that. nothing to do with it, but we're in there. And you know what? We yeah. want to fucking, we helped you get rid of your fucking mustachioed motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> and we spent a lot of fucking money doing it. Yeah. All right. So guess what? This is ours now until you pay us back. Just pay us back. Just pay us what we're owed. Mm. Okay. I want trillions of dollars. That's not going to happen. Of course it's not going to happen. No. Um, how about we, um, we we do a break here and uh, we see if we got anything left to talk about this when we get back. All right. Um, so I put together a little bit of audio here in the beginning of this break because it's. Uh, Ooh, I think it's. Me. I think it's funny. Okay. Because I'm trying to like keep the humor in it. Okay. The sarcastic humor. So I'll uh, I'll um, click us off when we uh, when it goes to music. On a cold October night, a small town in Colorado stood up to New Jersey and finally said. Go away! Our fortitude was the inspiration for others, and now New Jersey is slowly receding back to the desolate land from whence it came. Our country is getting back to normal, and we owe it all to Osama bin Laden. This was just last season. On this day, let us all remember that no people on this earth are really enemies, only folks with differences. Tango's down, Tango's down. We got him!
I have never prayed to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember if we were good podcasters or bad. Why we recorded or why we voicemailed. All that matters is Metal Mikey stood against many. That's what's important. Valor pleases you, Krom. So grant me one request. Grant me action attraction. And if you do not listen, then to hell with you. Action Attraction, the action movie review podcast. You can find Action Attraction through MetalMikey.Lipson.com or at www.pennycult.com, or by searching for Action Attraction in iTunes. Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant, blissful state of agreement? I mean, the main, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and hard cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. It just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. I'm just, just getting confirmation. It's just in That's the third time, though. I mean, am I, is this on? You can find us at chinstrokerversuspunter.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. He, he wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody. <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret. Choosing a family movie is tough. It seems like all Hollywood can do is make mindless drivel that rots kids' brains. Who wants to see a movie like what my dad watched when he was a kid? Those films are so boring and the special effects are horrible. The movies he grew up with are sometimes a big surprise. I at times feel uncomfortable watching movies I loved when I was younger with my own kids because I forgot how much cursing, sex, and violence they showed back then. All we want to do is watch a fun movie that we all like. That's why we created Family Movie Night, a podcast where we review movies from an adult perspective and from a kid's perspective. So you can find movies for your whole family to enjoy. We review new movies, old childhood favorites, cult and foreign films, and Godzilla. So check out Family Movie Night on the web at fmnpodcast.com or find us on iTunes. Bye! It's just going to slowly fade out. So, I'm trying to find... What are you looking for? That quote there that uh, everybody was reposting. Not everybody. Martin Luther King thing? No. No. Let me uh, me scroll down here. There's a site called openbook.com. And... um, Basically, it scans Facebook for whatever keyword you input. 
Um, but it was like a couple of days ago. I guess Obama's going to release pictures. It says uh, Obama's going to release more pictures of what went on at Abu Ghraib, like 2,000 pictures. Oh, God, so what? Who cares? I don't know. That's over and done with. Yep. Here it is. Let's be clear on this. Obama did not kill bin Laden, an American soldier who Obama just a few weeks ago was debating on whether or not to pay. Obama just happened to be the one in office when our soldiers finally found OBL. I hate it when they do that. (laughs) And took him out. This is not an Obama victory, but an American victory. Repost if you agree. I I can't. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, Obama was not debating on whether or not to pay them because the military would have continued to be funded. We all know that exactly. if the government so had that's a shutdown. just down. a retarded statement. And um, like, the guy at the top gets the fucking credit. That's how it works. When when you're a supervisor in a building and um, you... We all learn this from a bug's life. Leadership means everything is your fault. Yeah. Actually, I just watched that a couple of days ago. Sorry to steal your thunder there, but <laughs> no, no, go you know ahead. what though? But but if it had gone badly, if it didn't work, hmm. if Americans got killed, or if it wasn't Bin Laden, who'd be taking all the shit? Deservedly, okay? it would yeah. be Obama. All right, yeah. So go fuck yourself, whoever's writing that shit. Yeah, one person did it, and it's just over and over and over again. I mean, my God, why don't we just start giving credit to like the parents? Of the soldier who took the shot. Well, because we know, will never know who he exactly. is. He'll, yeah, are you kidding me? He's the guy getting blowjobs from here to... Yeah. Yeah. But, like, we don't know who the, the people in the, the team that shot the the pirates were. We, you got to keep it in a national well, yeah, security, exactly. that kind of thing. Here's another there was, one. There was some porn star who said, um, to the guy who shot Bin Laden, blowjobs for life. <laughs> I like to think... But I know it's not the case. Um, you know, they have him in front of him, and he's got him dead to rights. And I'd like to think there was a little, just a little smirk right before he pulled the trigger. <laughs> like, I've been waiting 10 years for this. I'm the fucking guy. I got you. And it was just like a cold assassin smile, you know? Gotcha, motherfucker. Yeah. Or maybe or, he, just, or he, he, maybe went, he just teased him and went, click, click, click. Bet, uh, bet you want to call 911 one, one. now, <laughs> bitch. And he would have said, Durka, Durka, and not understood. <laughs> That's a Team America joke. It's not a racist joke. Uh, Although it was racist to Team America, wasn't right. it? But um, the best part about open... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. The best part about Open Book is uh, the people's names are clickable links. So if you see something that you like or don't like, you can click on it and start fucking talking to them. Oh, God. Joseph Sholian says, fuck the government for fucking over the people. Meanwhile, look at his picture. That's uh, that's sexy. What's he? He's like 12 years old. Yeah. And who gives a shit about all the Osama stuff? If we were doing the shit that we were supposed to, and Obama would have gotten his head out of his ass, this shit could have been solved a long time ago. There's my opinion. Who agrees? Period. Question mark. Nice. Fucking dumbasses. Well, that girl's pretty. What does she have to say? Well, first of all, she's not. <laughs> she's, well, 
Oh, yeah, that was not good. Oh, that was a mistake, right? Yeah. Um, not that her opinion doesn't matter, but she says Obama thinks otherwise. All in caps. This 85-year-old woman <laughs> reposted it. Um... Obama this? doesn't want to, quote, spike the football in the end zone, but he will take a victory lap at ground zero. President Hippocrit, H-I-P-P-O-C-R-I-T. Why is he posing in front of the phone book? I don't know. Casey Hansen. Dope. This is fun. We can make fun of real people. <laughs> There's another one. Uh, let's see. Douglas Rodriguez says, I was born and raised in Hawaii. My Hawaii birth certificate looks nothing like the one Obama is passing off as a copy of his original. For starters, the paper it's printed on wasn't put into use until approximately 2001. A few days later, the Hawaii Department of Health gave the excuse that his original records were printed to copy-proof paper. Why? Why do excuses always come with the latest proof? Uh, Let's see what, what Douglas Rodriguez has on his profile here. Let's look under info. Retired... To Truckee Meadows Community College. People still like getting on this whole birth certificate thing. This is bullshit. Yeah. God, come on, folks. People who inspired Douglas, Thomas Jefferson. I'm a Jefferson fan. Uh, retired deputy sheriff. Disgusted with Washington politics, selling out the citizens. I was really hoping we could get our religion out of this guy, but. Oh, well. Because, you know, the whole let's, proof let's be, thing. Let's be careful, though. What do you mean? Well, because you you know you get into slander and all that kind of. I'm stuff. not making fun of him. So I'm just saying he has well, a shitty opinion. I know. <laughs> if I'm really going to slander somebody, I'm not going to say their name. Uh, tell me why. Whenever I talk to my wife about Osama, I confuse him with Obama. He needs an American name at least while he's the president. Well, that's because you're a retard, Aaron. Oh boy. Let's see. That is not how you spell Courtney. Oh, but what does she say? Derp, 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 herpa derp. Yeah. Obama don't want to show the photos of Osama bin Laden, and the White House keeps changing their story. OMG. Get Get y'all's shit straight already. The government have lied so much. About so much already, Evan, EVN, 9-11, and I wouldn't put it past them to do it again, past P-A-S-S, yeah. them to do it again, not saying I'm right, I just doubt it. Okay, yeah, wait, I, now go, go to her like whole I, I doubt you're thing. right, too. This is Courtney with a K. She works at Whataburger. Oh, that's maybe getting a little too specific. I don't know. I like this. Let's see. What are, what are the dummies we got on here? We could search for something different than just the word Obama. Anybody find it odd that Obama won't release the photo of bin Laden to prove that he's dead? Obama's, no. Obama's not dead. Duh. <laughs> Pay attention, fucko. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's about Syria. Uh I wonder if this lady still has a job. She isn't the first one to swap Obama for Osama. 
Uh, oopsie, Obama killing Obama, the number one priority. Dummies. <sighs> I don't, I don't, I, what is, what, what is it that, w- nothing, I, I know the answer, nothing, nothing is going to change anybody's mind if you've already decided that nothing can be proven to right. you. I blame Glenn Beck for that, honestly. Let's see. Via a video camera fixed to the helmet of U.S. Navy SEAL, the leader of the free world, so the terror chief shot in the left eye, Osama bin Laden dead, photo of Obama watching. Oh, yeah, well, we we know that. We've seen that one. She has a squished head. Huh. Do not open the link to Barack Obama Clinton scandal. Don't open anything that anybody sends you that says bin Laden death photo or yeah. shooting video or any of that. That's apparently a big thing where they're actually using that to spread malware. Yeah. Um, Sarah Palin accused President Barack Obama of pussyfooting Wednesday over his decision not to release a photo of Osama bin Laden. I'm offended by her use of the word footing. <laughs> okay, let's change the subject because that was a little bit boring yeah. there. Um, so let's. Uh... Have you heard how how Trump would talk to China? Oh God! <laughs> Seriously. He's so totally like yesterday's news already. Um, (laughs) I understand China. (laughs) I've read hundreds of books about China over the decades. (laughs) Hundreds. (laughs) But, uh, oh, man. Okay. Uh, Let's see. April 27th. Um, he says, uh, oh, I read this article before. He says people need to stop buying, people need to start buying less crap from China. And his signature collection of shirts is made in China. Of course it is. Yeah, because he has no idea. Let me just type one thing in here. Uh, let's see. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Can I had a conversation with somebody over Facebook um that this person said, you know, great, but Obama's done nothing the entire time he's been in office. That was on Friday. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's let's look at this for a little bit. Friday what was he doing Friday? He was he oh he released his birth certificate yeah. Friday. Um didn't he go and look at tornado damage? Yes. Yes. And he he did some tours of that. That was terrible. That was gonna be one of the stories we, we talked yeah. about. Hundred and sixty tornadoes in one day? Yeah. Holy shit. Absolutely fucking devastating. Um Saturday, he does the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And killed, so to speak. <laughs> this is after he gave the order. Yeah. And Seth Meyers does the joke about Bin Laden hosting a C-SPAN show. And he just <laughs>, laughs at it like it's just another funny joke. Right. But you know in his head he's thinking, yeah, you wait till tomorrow, bitch. <laughs> and then Sunday he comes out and he does this. It's like, what the... He had a good weekend. What the fuck? But now, I mean, but now, it's like, 
I'm afraid it'll go back to the same bullshit. What do you, you mean? You know, with Republicans oh. and nothing really getting done. So I'm glad that this is done. I really am glad that this is done. Yeah. So let's get some other stuff done now. What's yeah. next? Um, so Trump gave a speech. Well, get the fuck off my screen. This fucking Ann Coulter popped up. Like so. uh, the following comments were made in a public speech last week by a man considering running for president of the United States on gas prices. We have nobody in Washington that sits back and says, you're not going to raise that fucking price. Nice. On what he would say as president to China, this is the quote I've been looking for. Listen, you motherfuckers, we're going to tax you 25%. On Iraq and America, we build a school, we build a road, they blow up the school, we build another school, we build another road, they blow them up, we build again. In the meantime, we can't get a fucking school in Brooklyn. That's Donald Trump, people. This is the guy that people actually would fucking vote for. <laughs> Seriously, what is wrong with people? They think that's a good idea? He says, oh, hey, what's up with these fucking state dinners for people that don't, you know, respect us? I just give them McDonald's. Yeah, that's why you're not going to be president because yeah, you're, you're an he's idiot. A, he's, I, he's I would bet money, if I had any to bet, that... At the on the season finale of The Apprentice, he's gonna say, "I can do more good by staying on this show." No, on The Apprentice, the last show of The Apprentice, he's going to announce when he's going to announce. Are you fucking kidding me? I guarantee you that's what's gonna happen. Do, can I punch him at that point? Uh, you can punch him whenever you because want. Because the was it Kobe Bryant his fucking decision show. Yeah, it's going to be something like I that. wanted to punch him in the cock for that. That was Fuck the most Kobe arrogant bullshit I have ever seen in my life. Screw him. He's a douche. Yeah. Named after a fucking meat patty. <laughs> Kobe beef. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. It's Japanese. Japanese marbled beef. Yeah. It's very nice. Can't play basketball worth a fuck, though. Uh, no, not very well. But the guy? Yeah. He's actually good. Yeah, but he's an asshole. That's what happens. Where all Kobe beef ends up going anyways. <laughs> Just for a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's in passing. If you do it right. <laughs> um, should I should I pull up one or two of the stories that people sent us? Sure. Because people did actually send it. Hold on. We may come back to that. <laughs> Just every now and again. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's very exciting. It's a day I never thought I would see happen. Yeah, I thought what would happen is they would they would just say, "Oh, he he died of yeah. kidney failure or something." Uh, let's see, we did that one. He died of face not being able to block a bullet failure. <laughs> exactly. Why isn't he bulletproof? Group of deaf mute friends stabbed at bar after thug mistakes sign language or gang signs. That's fucked up. That's this, terrible. This is from Randy. Randy sends us the best shit. Um, that is terrible. Isn't it? Isn't it terrible? Um, a group of deaf friends were stabbed at a bar in Florida. <laughs> of course. After a woman mistook their sign language for gang signs. Alfred Stewart, 31, was partying at the Ocean's Eleven Lounge in Hallandale Beach, Florida, with some friends who were also deaf on Saturday night. When the group's 
signing caught the eye of gangbanger Barbara Lee. <laughs> what fucking gang is she in? The Jets? The stupid fucking <laughs> idiot gang. The 45-year-old Lee thought the group was throwing gang signs at her and responded by flashing gang signs back at them, cops said. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the people doing sign language are like, I don't know what language what that is. What the fuck is that? She's throwing gang signs at us. Maybe we should stab her. <laughs> Eventually, Lee left the bar but returned with two members of her crew, 19-year-old Marco Ibanez. He makes really good guitars. And a 17-year-old who was not identified, cops said. Ibanez allegedly pulled a knife and began stabbing Stewart and his friends. Stewart and three of his friends were taken to the hospital and treated for stab wounds. A Did bouncer they- at the bar who had a bottle smashed over his head. Ugh. In the melee was also taken to the hospital. None of the injuries were life-threatening. That's good. And that, that dude has the shittiest hair I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, Lee, Ibanez, and the 17-year-old were arrested and charged with aggravated battery. Stewart's mother, Brenda, said there's no way her son was making gang signs. Only sign language, she told WSVN Television. That's the only way. Well, what we don't know is... (laughs) What we don't know is that what he was signing is, look at that bitch. She is ugly. <laughs> oh, you are one ugly bitch, lady. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be pretty fucked up, wouldn't it? That would be. That really would be. Um, let's see if there was anything else in here. Nope. That was the. I think that was the only thing that was sent to us. Oh, wait. No. No. Okay. Should I should I dig out one of uh one of the ones that I that I found this week and we can uh do that and then go to break? Sure. Okay. Cuz I had some like really good shit in here and then this happened. Thanks Obama for ruining my show this week. Jeez. Make us Everything. talk about real real things. Uh da, da, da. I just have to find where it is in my email. Did you see the little clip from um the Scrubs show? Where it's a clip of the janitor just saying, I think Bin Laden's hiding in Pakistan. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, it was very funny. Uh, How to fight the lie that Obama doesn't deserve credit for the Bin Laden's death. Shepard Smith, Bin Laden, legal, illegal. Bush saved Osama Bin Laden at least twice. No, I don't want to do any of that. Technically, what happened was illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. All right. Um, this is the... Wow. The fuck was that? Loud. That will level out okay, though. <laughs> Jesus, not in my head. Yeah, let me turn that down a little what bit. What the fuck was that? Oh, that's my... Um, um, you pushed a wrong button noise. God damn. Yeah, that was bad. All sinners. None of us. None of Here us. Here we go. Uh, is righteous enough to say, oh, I wouldn't deserve it if that happened to me. And so what we're all called to do is to repent of our sins and, and, and to embrace Jesus Christ. What God is looking for is the fruit of righteousness in, in his people and, and in all people. And the longer we wait to pre- produce the fruit of righteousness the more we bring upon ourselves the judgment of God. And, and things like this are, are 
hints, their warnings, mm-hmm. their their little tastes. Do bad things happen to good people? In the end, God's standard is his own moral perfection, his perfect holiness. And by that standard, none of us is good. Well, that reminds so we me can't what... say that bad things happen to yeah. good people in the end. <sighs> that was titled, Tornadoes Are a Taste of God's Judgment. Nice, huh? That was right after the tornadoes. So, so critical. You know, God is <laughs> bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of shit we can, we can, um, oh, this is, this is my favorite one. We gotta, we gotta do this. I, I kept meaning to bring this up for a couple weeks now. Um, this is, well, not a couple weeks, April 27th. When was that? It was like last week. Yeah. Okay. I meant to do this last week. As Texas burns from worst wildfires in history, state government organizes rain prayers. That's a good use of their time. Isn't it? Isn't it? I'm going to turn the headphones back up and not make that noise again. So, Wildfire is ravaging the Texas landscape on a never-before-seen scale, which will shatter previous records. This is from Disinformation. It's like a fire sale. Disinfo.com. Governor Rick Perry's response? He has commanded residents to pray for rain. No, not in a passing remark in his speech, but with an official decree designating days of prayer for rain on which Texans will offer prayers on that day for the healing of our land and the restoration of our normal way of life and to humbly seek an end to these dangerous wildfires. Do you know what next month's headline is? As Texas suffers floods. (laughs) Yeah. I got I got another one. The governor ordered people to build arcs. Loopy Christian college kid stabs himself at atheist gathering to prove God exists. Oh God, we gotta get more of these people doing this. <laughs> An ask an atheist day event at Virginia Tech in Blacksburg, Virginia. Oh, there's no, Virginia there's no more Tech. crazy people there at Virginia Tech. Right? Going on at Virginia Tech. No, just... nothing has ever happened there. Crazy. Turn nasty this week when Alexander M. Huppert or Hubert or dumbass, <laughs> a freshman university studies major, stabbed himself in the hand with a pen, then assaulted an officer who approached to check his welfare. Doesn't he look like he could be a yeah, like, totally like the Zodiac killer? <laughs> um, he's not as feminine looking in the face, but he definitely could be a brother. After a short struggle with the officer and several witnesses, he was taken into custody. The incident took place on Wednesday. This would be, um, I don't even know when this was reported, sorry. Um, On a Wednesday, (laughs) near a table promoting a local version of Ask an Atheist Day, the student group Freethinkers at Virginia Tech sponsored the table. Witnesses said Hubert stood near the table for nearly an hour, then borrowed a pen and drew a circle with a cross inside on the back of his hand, which actually is a Wiccan symbol for Earth. Cross. He threw, threw yeah. a crosshair. Um, Nicole Schrand, a senior psychology major, said, that dude's all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Hooper, and she knows because she's a psych student. Exactly. No, she said uh, he then asked students at the table to stab him in the cross with the pen to, quote, prove to us God existed. The students declined. And I would say rightfully so. 
<laughs> Shran said, "I think that's a good lesson for all of our children. That yeah. if someone asks you to stab their hand, uh-huh. just say no." Yeah. Uh, Shran said, "We don't believe in assaulting people. We're very against assaulting people and crazy people." It almost seems like Admiral Akbar should just pop up at that point, right? Yeah, it's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hubert then asked, "This is going to fuck up your hand, dumbass. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> you don't come here. I'm going to stab your hand myself, you stupid fuck. And I'm going to sit you. Deserve this." Star. Uh, Hubert then asked for the pen back. A request Shrand and other students declined. Seeing another pen, Hubert grabbed it and began stabbing himself in the back of the hand. Shrand said, "If it had been a more streamlined pen, I would have expected it to go through." When a police officer showed up, he was smacked by the glassy-eyed Hubert. While in custody, Hubert broke out of a broke out a police car window and assaulted two other officers. None of the officers' injuries required medical attention, and no other individuals were injured during the incident. Hubert was charged with three counts of felony assault on a police officer, as well as charges of resisting arrest and destruction of property. He was processed and transferred to Montgomery County Jail, where he is being held without bond. Pretty good, huh? That one, that one was all right, huh? I, I just don't understand his point. Like, what would stabbing his hand, how would stabbing his hand prove God? If he's, he's going to stab like his own hand, logic is gone a long time ago. Um, Let's see, the rain prayer one. I actually put that one in this email twice. You heard of that show Game of Thrones, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like it when people like kind of get into what they're writing. This starts off with uh, grasp your swords firmly and strap in because it's about to get fucking metal in here. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta love the internet journalists who can just sort of write whatever they want. Oh, yeah. Michael Podnostransky. That sounds pretty good. From who didn't see this coming? Florida. My God, has been arrested after an altercation. Maybe too much nice weather just fucks I don't know. people up. It's the humidity. Maybe I shouldn't move there. It's humid. That's why Hudson cracked in aliens. Yeah. Um, has been arrested after an altercation with his cousin about HBO's fantasy epic Game of Thrones, which is a really good show. Does it say that? <laughs> yeah. Um, Podnostransky and his cousin, quote, got into a verbal altercation over which of the cable program's characters was going to win, according to Manatee County Sheriff's Office report. Manatee County is the sea cowiest of all the counties, but I digress. <laughs> the awesome show, based on George R. R. Martin's epic novels, premiered on HBO last Sunday, and Mike Michael Padmore just earned Wait, himself... That's only been on for two weeks? I guess so. There's been so much press about that, I, I thought, know. Because I was thinking of getting and into it. And it got a second season already. Well, that's the thing. I was just like, oh, man, I, I want to watch this, but I feel like I'm, it's like it's too into it so far. There have only been two, maybe <laughs> yeah. three episodes. Yeah, you can Jesus. catch up. Um, the fucking show's been around for a year. Podnizdransky just earned himself a special place in super fan history by throwing his cousin through a window for disagreeing about a fantasy show's plot points. That's devotion to a show. Who among us hasn't wanted to to stone cold defenestrate somebody <laughs> for disagreeing about a show we love? 
I did trip my wife because she didn't think that Madman was good. <laughs> Let he among us who has never wanted to, to defenestrate somebody who says Twilight is better than any Harry Potter pass <laughs> the first Expelliarmus. Oh, that's funny. What a bunch of fucking whack jobs, huh? And you know what? I don't think there's any less or more whack jobs than normal. I just think we get to hear about them oh, a lot yeah. quicker. Yeah, definitely. So... I think that's good. What that's do you think? Very funny. Should we? Uh, uh, yeah. Should we go to break? We'll go to break. Come wow. Yeah, do... we will. Huh? All oh right. my god. Yeah. What happened? Oh, we had to get all fucking serious. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dead and bloated. Not that that's what happens when you put a corpse into water. <laughs> we'll be back. on film from the girls on film radio are you tired of all those vegetarian or vegan podcasts we just listened to what the gentleman's guide to midnight cinema had to say about the girls on film radio a lot of good meat in there there's a lot of good meat in there uh, that the girls talk about you guys got a lot of nice meat over there at the podcast yeah yeah (laughs) right so there you have it the meaty film discussion by meaty women Listen to Girls on Film Radio. Girlsonfilm.podomatic.com Hey fans, it's Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mel Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the the cutting edge of of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune into Mel Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. Join me.
this podcast, perhaps you'd be interested in GleeCast. You watch your tone, young lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me. Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. Going to ask you to smell your armpits. The right or the left? That's the smell of failure. Failure smells like dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.podomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that. You know what I, I, I did the other day? And that got to, you know, get you thinking about people you dated and friends you had and stuff like that. So I, like, stalked a few people on Facebook. Basically, I, by that I mean I followed person to person to person, looked at their pictures, and I realized, how the fuck was I ever attracted to those people? <laughs> Like really, like I, I, I know this is a good thing because I'm married, but there was nothing. Not even like, I don't know. There was like a little recognition. Like yeah. I, I know who that is, but not even like I couldn't give a shit. There are <laughs> so many people that I just don't give a shit about anymore. Is that bad? No, it's just, you know, that's kind of the way life works. A lot of people I worked with. People are in your life. People are out of your life. A lot of, lot of friends I had. Dude. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Like, I, I found two ex-girlfriends. And um, not that I'm the best, you know, physical specimen. Yeah. You know, my hair is a little grayer, but, and, and I've gained a little bit of weight, but I, I, I haven't aged badly you yeah know, i still we we both still kind of look how like when like i our, met I've you put we, on some weight but, yeah. yeah but like one of the one of the girls it was like it was like age hit her like a fucking truck there was someone that i knew in high school that i had a thing for in high school and i've seen a picture of her now and i'm just like holy shit mm. what the fuck happened to you like like 
like down to a genetic level. I don't understand how this could have happened. Yeah, the the one the one girl I actually had to to like go through a bunch of pictures because like same name, same likes and dislikes or whatever you know. But I'm like, that cannot be her. I've got a few ex girlfriends who are my friends on Facebook. I won't do that. I don't. Um. Well, this is like like years and years ago. Yeah. Like no. The way ago. the way that I broke up with people. No. Like, for instance, the girl that, that cheated on me, I let her for Valentine's Day, you know, get a hotel room in Boston, and make dinner reservations, uh, rent a limo. This is after she cheated on me with uh, 12 different people over the course Ooh. of three relationships. And two of them, I think, were friends of mine in the band I was in no, that's that were cool. my best friends. Yoko bitch. Um. So I went over to a friend's house and just hung out in their basement. She came over, all dressed up. Yeah. Right? I just had my leather jacket. I was just like one of the fucking yeah. Ramones, like I <laughs> like I generally always am. You know, jeans, sneakers, and a t-shirt. And she said, if you just don't want to go out with me anymore, you should just say, I don't want to go out with you. And because I had the moral support, the unspoken moral support yeah. of my other friend, who I actually ended up dating later, and then we, I don't talk to her anymore either because that was a whole other fucking thing at the prom. Um, I just looked her dead in the eye and I said, I don't want to go out with you anymore. She burst into tears and ran out of the house. They that hit was the bricks, very sister. satisfying. I dumped her on Valentine's Day. Nice. Don't fuck my friends. It's that, it's that easy. That's a pretty simple rule. At the time, I didn't know she had done that. All I, all I know is that uh, she could not tell if somebody was following her. Because I followed her to her, her uh, ex quote ex boyfriend's house a couple times. I um speaking of Tommy the way asks. you were dressed, it made me think of this. Um I uh last week I was the uh the videographer person for this PTA fashion show thing. Uh, and it was really fun because a lot of the kids and you know, it was cute and stuff like that. Yeah. And um so that was pretty cool and I got to promote the film school and all that. So nice. um but it was um what was interesting is, and I wore a suit because everybody was all dressed up, and I right. wore a suit, and I must dress like a total schlub generally because <laughs> more people than made me comfortable came up and go, "Wow, you look really nice! Oh, you're all dressed. You look really nice." Well, it's generally I'm just um, like, what the fuck? I it's mean, jeans, a t-shirt, a hoodie, and orange Converse, or or the red Converse, true, with an orange <laughs> hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> You think I don't pay attention? I just so I just I <laughs> try to be comfortable. So. All right, I have. Uh, should um, I read this from? Well, I have three voicemails and we have the one email. Oh, okay, so why cool. don't we um, play one of these first? All Let's right. see. Hi, Spice. I'm uh, just calling in. I'm probably about three episodes behind. Well, I meant to play this I last week, so sorry. Discussion on uh, Sucker Punch, and I don't know what's wrong with that movie, but there is something wrong with it. I haven't heard anybody else's reviews, but we all went and saw it as a family, and. We didn't leave the theater all hyped up on that. Having seen a great movie, um, I didn't find anything in it that was particularly wrong. I think it was a great story. It ended perfectly. The whole thing worked out really well. But it just didn't wow us. So there's definitely something missing in it. And if I could label it, I would. But about halfway through it, I could... Kind of like that guy was with uh, Scott Pilgrim. I found myself kind of counting trying to figure out, okay, how many more of these things do we got to do to sit through? And I just want to go home. <laughs> and, yeah, I've got no problem with the scantily dressed women. I mean, you notice it, but 
they're really not that scantily. Right. But I challenge you to find too many women that don't deep, deep down really wish that they could look sexy <coughs> at all and still kick ass. Right. So, you know, whoever has a problem with that, that's just too bad. That's their own problem. So, anyways, just thought I'd share my two cents. Talk to you guys later. Bye. I think part of the problem with Sucker Punch is the samurai, gigantic 12-foot samurai with Gatling guns is like the first fantasy element. And you really can't come back from that. I would have made that like the last one. But it's got a very dark down ending. So it's not, it doesn't leave you like, fucking hell, you know, it, it, It's kind of like, I don't want to, I'm not comparing movie for movie, like quality wise, but it's like, yeah, you've just watched Empire Strikes Back and you had a lot of fun watching it, but it didn't end the way you wanted it to. So you're a little upset that bad stuff happened to the good guys. So that's that's how I I, I would think of that. I saw a trailer for... um... The X Men movie coming out, yeah. the first class. It looks pretty good. I'm very surprised. I think it'll be, think it'll be fun. I like the. I, I I don't think it's gonna do well. I don't think the set, you know, sixty years ago or whatever, is gonna help people out. Yeah, I don't know. It might. But I like the it's idea. Got good people in it. Yeah, I like the idea behind it. So I think it could be fun. And you heard they dumped a whole shitload of money back into Green Lantern, right? Nine nine million dollars to finish and, and touch up special oh, really? effects. Oh, yeah, that's cool. They're actually giving this what it should have. Yeah. So, and you know, I will probably go to see it because oh, I'll definitely go see it. Yeah, it's a fucking summer popcorn movie. That is like you know. And that, I'm going to see it like I want to see it probably about a week or so after because I don't want to be there when yeah. all the fucking basement dwellers are there. Yeah, I bet Captain America is going to do really well now this summer if it wasn't if it wasn't going to before. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah, <laughs> they'll probably have Captain America kill Osama bin Laden just to sort of ride the wave a bit. <laughs> and he kills Osama bin Laden, which doesn't make any fucking sense because it takes place during World War Two. I don't know, man. Yeah, I heard he, he's getting a new a new costume for um, the Avengers, which makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, totally. But I guess there's a little bit of modern day in it. Yeah. I don't know. I just love how in the ad, like it's Tony Stark's father or grandfather. I'm not really sure. I think it's father. No, it'd be his father. I think. But that's yeah. He's old enough that it would be his father. That's that's a nice touch. And his father is kind of young at the time, right? Yeah, I would yeah, say what early thirties, like, yeah, late late twenties, yeah, early thirties. Yeah, it's tough with that with the John Waters right. mustache to to be able to judge. So let's do this. And that's John Slattery playing the dad, right? I don't know who's the guy that? from Mad Men. I don't know. The same guy who played him in Iron Man Two. I would hope so. Okay, they got. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. So let's see what we got here. Hey, what's up, Ranking Chris and Zeke? I am hey. calling because uh, I just realized that when I called on Sunday night after you posted your Facebook thing, I think I dialed the wrong number. So yeah, I didn't. You're going to have two messages from me or there's someone else as a very confused message. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was just the one. Um, my thoughts on it is, is, uh, is, is I, I believe I posted uh, some stuff online that, you know, as, as we've all been kind of, as the, the not we've all, Jesus Christ, the, the right has been, you know, worried about birth certificates and 
death panels and all this made up bullshit. Obama's been actually doing real shit. Um, <laughs> I felt uh, really elated when uh, I heard the news about Bin Laden, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys said, especially in, in kind of the wake up now that I've kind of had a chance to decompress it, you know, mm-hmm. wondering like how much that actually kind of questions my very, I feel very progressive values, you know, I mean, you want someone to be caught and put onto trial, you know, and we shouldn't maybe be cheering for, you know, more blood when we kind of want to stop it. But at the same time, there's this, this immediate guttural, you know, yeah. uh, natural lizard brained reaction to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, you know. America, um, <laughs> fuck yeah. I'm glad America didn't do anything stupid even in the 10 years since we caught him. Hmm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, I hope he didn't get cut off there. Right. I hope that was the end. That was pretty good. No, but it is. It is a complex thing. It's actually testing. It, it's it's an individual test of your moral and your your morals and your character. You know what? I I don't think it is. It can be. I don't think it. I don't think it need. I don't think it needs to be. Well, okay. You can turn it into that. Exactly. But that's belaboring the whole thing. You happy he's dead? Yeah, I'm glad the motherfucker's dead. Move yeah. on to Were the next thing. Were you outside thing. shooting Roman candles at each other? No, and singing, fuck that. Singing America. No, I saw. I would have. You, know, you, know, you know what it was? I, 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 I saw some shit online. I didn't mean I was, you personally. Because I was working and stuff like that. I was, yeah. you know, I was doing some stuff and editing and things like that. And I saw some stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I saw the speech. I'm like, all right, fine posted some shit on facebook hmm. and like then i you know i went back to work for another two hours and then i yeah. went to bed some yeah. stupid hour you know what makes me question the whole thing like there was there was serious journalists like rachel maddow went out into the crowd and was taking pictures and she was out there i think that's great so i don't know it would have been great if in front of the white house they were all singing america fuck yeah but that, yeah. that would have been really funny there was one little um sort of animation out there that uh had Obama and it's, it had. Did you see this <laughs> yeah. one? I'm Which trying to figure like, out how to where I can go to get that gift to make it my palaver. It's like he's dead. He turns around, kicks open a door, and walks through it. Yep. It was fucking awesome. Yep, that's pretty good. So I like that. Uh, All right, what do we got? Do I need to read? Yeah, this you before got your thing we do now. This? All right, so yeah. this is from uh, Reverend Scott. It's uh, it's called episode 142. You can read this. Hey guys, so I did warn you about what I was going to do this week, and despite some wanting me to spill the beans early and spoil this, I kept my mouth shut. Sometimes it's hard to keep your mouth shut when you have something so big you can't wait to unzip and pull it out for everyone to see. (laughs) I'm so uncomfortable right now. He just wanted you to read that. I know, huh? So I hope everyone can... I know, and now he's going to use that in a fucking clip, motherfucker. Um. So I hope everyone can appreciate all the research that went into uncovering the conspiracy I'm going to unleash to, on the world. Oh, boy. Peace and love, Reverend Scott. Oh, God, help us. Hey, Chris and Frank. It's Reverend Scott. What's up? How's the show been doing? All right. Well, that's good because <laughs> you may change your mind shortly. Okay. Oh, no. I can safely assume what I'm going to tell you wasn't talked about on the show already this week. I mean, you may have covered the basic topic, but you didn't explain the full details. What the hell's going on? A couple of days ago, I announced on Twitter that I had a conspiracy of epic proportions to bring to light on this week's show. I feel that I'm ready to speak the truth of this travesty. Enjoy getting butt-raped. 
As you heard earlier from Chris and Frank, it was announced on May 1st that Osama bin Laden had been killed. Oh, we shouldn't have talked Normally, about it at might all. Think this bit of information is great for America. But I'm here to tell you that it's all a conspiracy, and its impact on America will be quite the opposite. <laughs> Before you say anything, no, I'm not trying to say his death was in itself fake. Bin Laden is very dead. What I'm going to spell out for you is far, far worse. First of all, it's no accident that Bin Laden's death was announced on May 1st, because as you may or may not know, May 1st is the date of the founding of the Illuminati. <laughs> the Illuminati, or shadow government as it's sometimes referred to. It's an infamous secret organization consisting of powerful and influential members across the country. Anyone from teachers, and lawyers, doctors, politicians, movie stars, professional athletes, basically any powerful position that could be Illuminati, you know, I mean, except for a reverend, of course. Now, the Illuminati still seek to control the country and start a new world order. And to some, the New World Order, uh, or NWO, may sound familiar. Uh, I, of course, talk in reference to the WWE, or World Wrestling Entertainment. When smoothing over the idea of a New World Order with America, it's sometimes easier to do it in the form that's familiar. And it doesn't hurt that the WWE is the largest sports entertainment resource available, reaching an insane amount of people in person and by television. I think I know where he's going. further help with this New World Order is a recent returning wrestler, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Not only has he recently returned to the WWE, but he actually was found to have tweeted about Osama Bin Laden's death almost an hour before it was even announced by the president. Coincidence? Not for a professional athlete slash actor that just so happens to be Illuminati. (laughs) I guess it's no surprise that this same actor that is rumored to be cast for a new Lethal Weapon movie in the near future. Right now you may be asking, Reverend Scott, what is relevant about Lethal Weapon? Well, I'm glad you asked. With an acting powerhouse like The Rock at the helm, he can steer the new script to link the story of the new Lethal Weapon to that of the original Lethal Weapon movie involving the, the Shadow, Shadow Company. Company. Yes, much like the current Illuminati Shadow Government and all its cold-hearted employees, Lethal Weapon's one Shadow Company employed the ruthless, murderous Mr. Joshua, played by none other than Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. And as we all know, and as Chris has already told us, Gary Busey is the spokesman for the Are You Serious podcast. So what does this all mean? (laughs) Basically, we can deduce that the killing of Osama bin Laden was an elaborate conspiracy to promote the Are You Serious podcast. Wow. By association, the campaign for the presidency of Chris and Frank. Nice try, guys. But I saw through your conspiracy. And look at that. It comes right back to bite us in the ass. Most things do. You can't fool us, guys. Creeping behind us, ready to pounce. And after blowing the lid off of this conspiracy, I can only imagine you guys are already working on a retaliation so you can do some blowing of your own. You brought the homophobia today. Is that in pill form or I suppository? Guess so. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. So I'll just say peace and love, guys. I just wanted to grow like big, you know, have a nice big solid cock. Jesus. <laughs> you know what though? Oh shit. He sounded a lot more sane than that other guy we had on. I know. Huh? Oh man. All right. Well, wow. Where to go from there? Yeah, it's all true though. No, every word. Except for all the sound clips. And Gary Busey. And everything Reverend Scott said. <laughs> crazy fucker. Uh, oh, so, 
are you serious podcast at gmail.com and then there's the phone number that i which is 206-338-3094 eventually i'll update the website and shit all right eventually i will shit all right all right have a nice week everybody remember osama bin laden is still dead yes bye continuing coverage day two the demise of osama bin laden i'll admit i'll admit yesterday's show yesterday's show was was id driven animalistic almost tribal catharsis fueled vomitimus but in this sober dawn self-reflection questions begin to enter the consciousness questions like won't there always be that lingering doubt amongst Americans? Well, where is the body? How do we know he's dead? Why isn't there a picture of it? <laughs> no. That's not the question, but already? Come on, man. When are we going to, as a country, stop pretending that there's a level of empirical proof that will satisfy the conspiracy seekers amongst us? These things never about evidence we could have a videotape of the terror leader himself holding up sunday's new york post and his birth certificate <laughs> in his i am bin laden seriously t-shirt <laughs> saying on camera i think this dude's about to f me up big time wouldn't matter here's a video this is buzz aldrin buzz aldrin was on the moon we saw him land there on television this is the crap he had to put up with you're a coward and a liar and a thief. Apparently only one of those men re-entered the Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, come on. The nagging question in my mind concerns Pakistan, the country whose suburb of Badabad <laughs> has been home to bin Laden for apparently the last six years. And, you know, Pakistan, of course, was last year's honored recipient of the United States $3.2 billion Be Our Friend, Please Scholarship, awarded each year, <laughs> awarded each year to the country that, if we didn't give them $3.2 billion, would in no way be our friend. <laughs> I was reminded of an interview that Pakistan's prime minister did last year. Osama bin Laden is not in Pakistan. How do you know for sure he's not in Pakistan? Uh, because uh, our military actions are very successful, if uh, there would have been any chance, he would have been uh, uh, arrested. Oh, really? He would have been arrested. Your military, uh, <laughs> your military actions very successful would have gotten him. You know, 
not only was there a chance that bin Laden had been living in Pakistan for six years, he was living a half a mile from Pakistan's version of West Point in a town surrounded by retired ex-military officers. A half mile. Look at that in New York City terms. Bin Laden was on 21st and 7th Avenue. They were on 21st and 9th Avenue. If... If the Pakistani military academy were dominoes, they would deliver to bin Laden on foot. The Pakistani military, the Pakistani military could have caught bin Laden with a rod and reel or a giant acme magnet. You were neighbors. Well, you know what? I, you know, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe. To be fair, maybe, you know, Osama was in kind of a stealth J.D. Salinger mode. Only 35 miles from Islamabad, bin Laden's million-dollar compound was a McMansion. Surrounded by walls 10 to 18 feet high and topped with barbed wire. No internet, no phone. Eight times the size of nearby houses. They burn their garbage instead of taking it out like the rest of the neighbors. <laughs> any more obvious look at the man's mailbox for god's sakes what more did you want what more evidence did you need that something was awry in that one cul-de-sac what did, what did you need abject cruelty to school children when children local children playing football nearby kicked them over the wall um, the people in the compound just gave them money and told them to go and buy another ball rather than let them come in and search. He would keep the children's balls and the money. Oh, the money. The money. The money that they gave the children was in the form of a personal check from the desk of Osama bin Laden. That's... That's what I, I did not know. I, I did not know you could get the Tweety Bird Death to America show. I thought, it seems to me, it seems to me that Pakistan's leaders, including former President Musharraf, have some splaining to them. Mr. President, for years, U.S. officials, intelligence officials, have been saying Osama bin Laden was, in fact, in Pakistan. You have been denying that for years now, categorically saying, no, he was in Afghanistan. Do you now admit you were wrong? No, I don't think I was ever denying. I, I was asked everywhere, and my first response invariably, always, was that I don't know. I don't know where he is. Okay, two things. One, I think it's rude to talk on the phone when you're being interviewed. <laughs> and number two, that's what we're saying. We're saying when you said, I don't know, you knew! <laughs> you want us to believe that the ISI, the Pakistani intelligence, the military, the government, they didn't have any idea bin Laden was there or any involvement in putting bin Laden there. I think ISI must be utterly stupid to put them in such a prominent place, hiding him in such a prominent place. That is not what I was, ISI would have done, certainly not. So your, your, your defense <laughs> is basically the ISI is way too smart to put bin Laden in such an obvious place. 
but far too clueless to know he was there. They're in that magic sweet spot. Smart enough not to do it, dumb enough not to know. And by the way, hiding Bin Laden, hiding? Bin Laden wasn't hiding in Pakistan. He was chilling in Pakistan. Crashing, if you will. If Waldo hid the way Osama Bin Laden did, I wouldn't find those books so incredibly frustrating. Look, that's him right there. He's in the giant high-walled compound. He's right there. And now, and now you're like, oh, that was Osama's house? The tall, lanky guy? We thought maybe Jeff Goldblum had been looking for a summer retreat, had grown a beard, and was burning all his trash. You know Hollywood people. Eccentric. And you know what hurts the most? You may recall Pakistan's then leader, Pervez Musharraf, was on this very program to promote his autobiography a little less than five years ago. I gave this man a tea and Twinkie welcome. To your health, sir. Thank, Thank you, you so much for Thank joining us. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Uh, mm. Mm. It's Talk quite good. It. Is it good? Yeah, uh, where's, good? Where's Osama bin Laden? I don't know. something to tell you, Professor Musharraf. I said I read your book. I didn't read your book. And those Twinkies were over 40 years old. I got them on a camping trip when I was six years old. We'll be right back. I can't talk about that. End of line.